0: Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net. Christopher Media, let's make some noise. Welcome to Sporty, the show that gives you half ass sports fans giving their half ass opinions. And now, here are your hosts
1: Number 85, Chris. I'm Rich. I'm the Iceman. Who is 85?
0: Oh, oh, uh, 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 fuck, he played for the Red Wings. Only hockey player I know to wear 85. Paul Eiserbart? Now I gotta now I gotta fact check myself.
1: <laughs> Sounds right to me.
0: <laughs> There's
1: no receivers who wore 85.
0: Are you kidding me? I said hockey players. <laughs> Only hockey player. I didn't say anybody else. <laughs>
1: well, let's go, Iceman.
2: Ocho cinco, dog! Oh yeah. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> All right, hold on. It's car- Johnson, it's be- it's, whatever.
1: It's become a caricature that I totally forgot that, yeah, it's actually Spanish for two numbers. Antonio
0: Gates. And it's apparently still the wrong way to say that number
1: <laughs> in Spanish. Oh, yeah, sure. He's really <laughs> saying 8-5.
0: Yeah. Oh, Christ. Wouldn't really? This article is a cocksucker. It's making me fucking scroll, scroll, scroll. At least it's all on one page, though. But if I had dial up, I'd be pissed off. No, not Paul Eiserbart. Peter fucking Klima. Oh, nice. How uh, oh, I had. The fuck, I mixed those two up. Pierre Garçon. <sighs> oh.
2: On which team? Indy. There you go. Yeah.
1: That's right. F- Peter Klima. Remember this? Rich, I'm sure you remember this commercial. Oh. Fucking internet, come back. <laughs> okay. Peter say
2: when he come here to play hockey, his teammates told him three things always to
1: remember.
2: Never
1: wear polyester suits to disco clubs. Did he pay oh, You want to be a hip guy? Always drink vernos?
0: I like it. He likes it. And if he ever gets lost and has to show someone where he lives, to just do like this.
1: Yeah. Oh, you had... Yeah, he this, held up his hand. Yeah, his hand is like, not, not like Benton Harbor. <laughs> and the guy moved it. Vague, vaguely sounds familiar. Yes. It's Werner's commercial. Peter Klima. All
0: right, well, um, so, I guess we need to start with the fact that we completely took a swing and a miss. We, you know, actually, we weren't even standing in the batter's box. We were still on the on-deck circle while they just pitched to us last week. Yeah. Because we didn't even take a swing at this subject completely fucking overlooked and forgot to bring up that Keith Jackson died. Yeah. Which as much as many college football games, especially U of M games, I watched a man call growing up. I don't know how the fuck I forgot that last week, but it was a it was a we started off on a pretty fucking horrendous story, so we weren't in the best of spirits and yeah, we're we're you know, we're mentioning Keith Jackson when it went last week, but still Probably the biggest story in the sports world with the Olympics coming up is the fallout from the Larry Nassar case. Oh, machines. oh boy. Oh, now,
1: all that hard now, work Mark D'Antonio's done.
0: I, now, this, look, the man has been convicted. He's been sentenced by two judges. He's never getting out of prison. He's got one more judge to face, one more sentencing to face. No, he's never getting out of prison. The only way he's getting out is in a pine box, Period. So there's really no point in talking about the man. I don't want to fucking rehash the the specifics of the type of abuse and shit because we did it last week, and I just ain't got that shit in me to go through it again this fucking week because I get pissed off, my blood pressure gets up. But unfortunately, the fallout of this looks like it's going to take a lot of people down. And in the climate we have today, with the Me Too and the Time's Up and everything else... I haven't heard anybody go on record, anybody of note go on record, mentioning the death penalty for MSU, but it's been definitely talked about.
1: I mean, sh- should Izzo just retire?
0: I, yeah. What exactly did he say? How, how tone deaf was it? I mean, was it really bad?
1: No. Uh, oh, shit. I was just saying because of the death penalty, like, you know, by the time they come back. Why bother? Oh no! Did he say some shit? Oh,
0: oh, him, him, and uh, Dantonio. Uh oh. And yeah, they, Tom Izzo, Larry Nasser. Third fucking, third thing comes up.
1: Oh, Tom Izzo apologizes for saying stupid things about Larry Nasser. Oh, from Deadspin. Uh, okay, so consider the source. All right. After defeating the Indiana Hoosiers last Friday, Michigan State basketball coach Tom Izzo was asked about the Larry Nasser case and the leadership of MSU President LuAnnis Simon. MSU has come under fire after its board of trustees voted in support of Simon on Friday, even uh, What the fuck did he say? It's been a very difficult week for me as a father. It's been a difficult week. I listen to the stories of courageous women. I look at the survivors who spoke, and in all honesty, Nasser permanently damaged and changed the lives of so many of these people. I feel like it's changed the life of all of us at Michigan State in some way, shape, or form. As a father, that's difficult to even fathom. I hope the right person was convicted. I have to say, though, that... I have the utmost, the utmost faith and respect for the leadership of our president too at Michigan State. That's a woman who was dedicated over 40 years and I've been here 33 with her and I think I know what she stands for. So I hope and pray that those survivors continue to grow in their life. I hope we do everything we can to make sure that this will never happen ever again, not only at this institution, but at any institution to be honest with you. So he just supported the president. But I, well, I guess now though too, it's coming out as like she knew a lot of people knew, like, so I guess, yeah, in hindsight,
0: this is pretty... There's more to, to the, there's more to the, it was either his statement or it was D'Antonio's statement. I'm looking through the rest of his statement and I believe, I, god damn it, I'm trying to scan it here, hold on. Because one of them said, if they have, the, if they convicted the right guy. Yeah. And... Hey,
1: he said, as a father said, that's difficult to fathom, I hope the right person was convicted.
0: Oh, my bad, my bad. I'm sorry. I was trying to read ahead of what you were saying, so I was. I, I must have okay, jumped ahead. Okay, All head.
1: right, so right there. Uh, yeah, okay. I can see why people would get a little. I mean, yeah, 150 fingers pointing at one dude. Like, you'd think it's going to be somebody else.
0: That span how many generations? <laughs> yeah. Of,
1: 25 years?
0: You know, and we're talking all 1993. Have the same, have the same story? Yeah. I mean, look, Bill Cosby, when the first fucking accusations came out, I'm not a comedian. I'm not a professional comedian. I don't travel in those circles. I didn't know that it was a poorly kept secret in the in the comedy world that this was what was going on with Bill Cosby to the point where comics would do, would be backstage doing a show amongst themselves riffing on Bill Cosby. Um until Hannibal Burris come out and said it at the show, and then all of a sudden these accusations start coming out, and I'm like, okay, this sounds like opportunism. And then when you get into double digits, and every yeah. single story is exactly the same,
1: you got to go, oh,
0: God damn it, God damn it, Bill. You know, and it's like, uh,
1: I should watch you every fucking Thursday about the pudding pops.
0: God I damn mean, you. And with and, and and the whole. With the Nasser shit, the fact that, you know, Michaela Maroney signed an, an, a non-disclosure agreement, which I don't... It still, I haven't really had a chance to talk to my one friend who's in, in law, but I'm pretty sure it's illegal to have some, a minor sign a non-disclosure agreement about a, sex, about a crime committed against them.
1: Well, just even with that in general, my signature, my first and last name would have been fucking You. Like, non-disclosure my ass...
0: Oh yeah, but I mean, as fucked up as this is, poor word choice. She got 1.3 million plus. She's going to get whatever happens in the in the settlement that's coming because they're going to they're taking this out of MSU's ass, well,
2: to, and then, and including,
0: including including uh, USA Gymnastics' ass, on top of what. Something I'm gonna ask you to, okay? And Earl, you might know the, que- the answer to this question because you, you knew about this before I did. Why did they? Why did U.S. gymnastics distance itself from Bella Caroli's training facility? Did I'm, lose?
2: No, I, oh, I, I, I'm. Uh, your periods your su- No, I'm not entirely sure why they did that. I think they just wanted to go a different direction. I don't think it had anything to do with, you know, NASA or anything like that.
0: Okay, because to me, I just seemed awfully. Unless somehow, Nassar was a like a a doctor for that facility that would see some of the gymnasts. I like it. Just seems like look. If, in my opinion, and I'm pretty sure we all feel the same way. If someone knew about this shit, someone had wind about this shit. Someone heard rumors about this shit and didn't do everything within their power to investigate it up to going to the police, and then fuck those people. But I don't think that entire groups of people who had nothing to do with this should have to pay. I mean, if I'm there with that, you know, I mean, you want to point fingers. It's a very unpopular thing to say, but I think a lot of fingers need to be pointed in the directions of these parents, directions of the older gymnasts who who became instructors either at MSU or United States Gymnastics or whatever the fuck who were told and said, oh,
1: no, 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 that
0: didn't happen. You must have got that wrong.
1: I have an answer for you, Rich. Okay. Uh, From Time Magazine six days ago. Uh, Apparently, Nasser was also the doctor for the USA Gymnastics team and did a lot of his uh, work at uh, the training
0: facilities okay so that caroli owns that would that answers my question that makes sense then um because the reason the whole reason i am i'm bringing this up is uh an article that was posted today the 24th uh on sports com or si.com by charles pierce and there's one, the title of the article is, Burn It All Down, It's Time for Every Last Coward Who Enabled Larry Nasser to Pay for Their Sins. And there's one particular paragraph I wanted to read. It's about eh, first third of the article. I'll post it on, on Sporgy for anyone to, to read who wants to. Uh, he says, Burn It All Down. This is the common reason conclusion I've come to as one horrific story after another unspooled in the courtroom. No one employed in the upper echelons of USA Gymnastics or the United States Olympic Committee or at Michigan State University should should still have a job. Uh, They should be prosecuted to the full extent of the law. Those people should come out of civil courts wearing barrels. Their descendants should be answering motions in the 22nd century. In fact, I can argue convincingly that none of those three institutions should continue to exist in its current form. USA Gymnastics and the United States Olympic Committee should lose their nonprofit status forthwith. Michigan State should lose its status within the NCAA for at least five years. American gymnastics is no longer a sport. It's a conspiracy of pedophiles and their enablers.
1: I mean, my my brain's doing a tug-of-war of, like, that's extreme. Like,
2: but, so was this. I, I, I'm no. sorry, go ahead, Earl. I'm I'm going to hold the same opinion I've held since this whole thing broke. I I can't get around the fact that there are so many quote victims of Larry Nassar. There's no way, no way that nobody knew what this man was doing.
1: Oh no, that that was proven this week. You know what I mean? You you are so, correct.
2: You, you know with Penn State and Penn State football team get I, I again took the side of the team. I said, there's no fucking way these kids that play this game for this school had any idea what their coach did or didn't do. Why penalize them? I'm going to stick to the same thing here with Michigan State. Okay, maybe the president knew, maybe he didn't here nor there. You know, that's all them. But don't penalize the fucking
0: school. Well, my question the, the kids, is, if if they go the death penalty route, is this the death penalty for all athletics at MSU, or it is this
2: fucking it better not be, man? Because it just for
0: the gymnastics part.
1: Because well when, well, when it happened to SMU, was it just the football program, or was it the entire school?
0: It was the football program, but that that see, that's the thing. If it had been the soccer team, the lacrosse team at SMU, ah. Uh, it wouldn't have affected the school as harshly as it did. And I'm not saying that, that gymnastics isn't big business, but it ain't college football. And if the NCAA and enough people get, some, get, get, get in a vengeance-type mood, not justice, not you knew about it, you kept your mouth shut, you're complicit, we're going to give you as much time as we can when we convict you on an individual case-by-case basis. But this happened here. I mean, at one point in his article, he says, basically, tear down the school and salt over it to keep these gargoyles and demons away." I mean, th- I, to me, this is you got well, that's not going to change history. Yeah, but we're in the middle of a very peculiar time in society, where oh, history bring is logic into it again. History's fluid. History changes. We look at people 400 years ago and we expect them to act how we expect a good person to act today. And if they don't, we want to punish them retrospectively, accordingly. And you can't do that. You can't. It's impossible to hold people who lived hundreds of years ago to the standards that we have now. This country isn't the same as it was in the 50s. Ask anybody who was saying make America great again, and the people that were saying America was never great, and they'll they'll both agree this country is nothing like anything where we were in the 50s. Now, they agree for different reasons, but they agree. So I don't know what they think is going to happen by destroying Michigan's oldest public fucking university and it's athletic programs and killing the the, the the money that comes in. I don't know what they're – I don't even know if this is being talked about in the high-end meetings of the NCAA. All I know is that – excuse me, sorry about that. This this gentleman, this Charles Pierce guy, is just the person I've heard on the biggest stage basically call for the death penalty. He's, But he's by no means the only one. And, I mean, if it I, – I, I, I can't agree with it, man. I know it's fucked. People are going to, fuck that, man. Kids were molested. You're absolutely right. Kids were molested. You're absolutely right. All right. And there were people who walked in at Penn State to the showers and saw Sandusky raping kids and walked out and never said a word. All right. If that didn't deserve for that football program to get the death penalty, why does something that happened in the gymnastics program at this school I mean, the entire athletic department needs to get the death penalty. Because what's her fate? The president's gone. She's gone. She resigned tonight. That's done. That's over with. I don't think anybody's shocked by that. Yeah, but he didn't have anything to do with the
2: athletic program at Michigan State, did he? He was the doctor for the gymnast who would train at Michigan State. Right, but th- again, that's gymnastics, but that's no, not he, Michigan State.
1: No, he was employed by the by Michigan State.
0: That's what I'm saying, yeah. they. Yeah. It's like being a team doctor, but if you're a team doctor,
1: his paycheck came from Michigan State University.
0: Yeah, that. Yeah, he was, but he didn't he. Did he see everybody in the athletic program? Because if he did, now that opens a can of worms into what you know what. What else are we not hearing? Because there's I, women's volleyball, there's women's you know, uh, softball, swimming, diving, all of that. I, I'm of the mindset that one person
2: doesn't mean the whole group's bad. That's like saying Aaron Hernandez killed somebody, so everybody on the Patriots a fucking murderer. I just, I can't do that. Larry Nasser is a sick fuck, so everybody at State is now a sick fuck and, and must just go away? I, I don't do that. If people knew and didn't say something, that's one thing. But again, I highly doubt people on the basketball team, the football team, and all the other teams at Michigan State had a any fucking
0: clue what this guy was doing. I'll go so far as to say I guarantee you that the basketball and football team didn't even stop to fucking consider the fact when they, when they fucking said, I'm going to sign at MSU and play for the Spartans, that they had a gymnastics program there. You're talking about guys who MSU's Football program is, in my opinion, top top fifteen easy in the country. Top twenty. I don't think anyone can argue it. And if they do, they're an asshole, and they're probably a U of M fan who's a Walmart Wolverine and they just hate Mm on them. All right. Their basketball program. I mean, it's been top notch for what twenty years now. I mean, they're constant. They're constantly in the you know Sweet Sixteen, Elite Eight, Final Four, whatever the fuck. Oh yeah, Tom Izzo is god of basketball college, dude. (laughs) So what I'm so what I'm saying is. I don't think any of these players gave a single fuck about the gymnastics team enough to, to even ask, hey, what goes on with the gymnastics team? Maybe, maybe you had a few who, you know, out of school spirit, like, oh, hey, I'll go and, and watch a gymnastics competition, whatever the fuck. I don't know. But I can't, I can't really see a guy who is going to MSU with hopes of one and done, go into the NBA or put his three years in and go into the NFL, concerning himself with the inner workings of the of the gymnastics program at that school. I just, I don't, I don't see it. I granted, I never played college athletics. I can't tell you how, how they they work, but I know that from people who I am friends with who did play for smaller college, very smaller colleges. One friend played. Hockey and lacrosse for Western his whole life was go to class go to practice Go to practice go to class. That was his whole life when he went to Western He had no time to worry about what the fuck the football team was doing what the fuck the basketball team was doing Rich
2: here's the other thing man. I've been watching this unfold in all of these testimonies and shit where was all this outcry when you were a kid? What are you talking same,
0: about? Same place, uh, it, same, same place it usually was, these dude.
2: women, These women are livid and just going off and saying just outright everything at Larry Nasser's sentencing hearing.
0: Yeah, I'm surprised that and one chick got up and called him a motherfucker who he wasn't held in contempt, or at least right. warned.
2: Right, but I'm saying, you know, they're so outraged and so hurt and so this and that, where was all of this when it was happening?
1: I'll tell you where it was. Uh, I was just reading that... Uh, uh, hold on. Let me get the article. Uh, where is it? This one paragraph is pretty fucking telling. Many victims said they reported Nasser's abuse to various members of Michigan State staff. Campus police got their first report regarding Nasser in 2014, but the Ingham County prosecutor, prosecutor declined to file charges. The school continued to employ him after he was the subject of sexual assault investigation in 2014. Uh, so, uh, th- I mean, in a, there were several stories this week where people at Michigan State knew. Parents knew. They're telling people they're not being believed. So now
2: this, they're getting their shot.
1: Like, no, hey, I get bitch. that.
2: But, but that's 2014, Chris. This has been going on for like over a decade. We're talking about a system.
1: We're talking about... If it went on for 25 years, people, th- this was being covered up. I mean, th- there was a system in place. 25 years, you don't think all these little, you don't think all these girls chattered between each other? You don't think this
2: was known? You don't think this you was know, That's what I'm trying can... to tell you. How yeah, but, the fuck did this not break before this?
0: Because you have, for whatever reason, I don't understand it. I don't get it. I'm a parent myself. If my daughter came to me and said... I'm being molested by a coach, I'm being molested by my doctor, whatever. Believe me, you'd probably t- you wouldn't be talking to me on this podcast, and if you wanted to talk to me, you'd probably have to do it through a couple inches of glass at some state fucking prison. These parents, I don't know if it was they had Olympic gold medals flashing in their head, the money that comes with that, fame living vicariously through their children, but the parents that were told, that said, no, no, you you just misunderstood there's there's no misunderstanding with what some of these children told their parents there's no misunderstanding for anyone who works in USA gymnastics for what these children told those people but you have to remember 25 years ago it's work. we are we are light years away from where we were 25 years ago 25 years ago if my teacher sent home a note saying I was acting up at school, I got in trouble at school and came home and got my ass beat for acting a fool at school. Nowadays, a teacher sends a note home and says the kid got in trouble at school. The parent grabs the kid, grabs the note, goes down there and cusses the teacher out. I understand why 25 years ago it was fucking... They were, no, no, no. You're just a kid with an overactive imagination. You're know, one of the most telling... Te- statements given was one of the girls said the night before she was supposed to go back to avoid going back she got out of the bathtub she moved the bath mat she laid down next to the bathtub and banged her head against the bathtub to the point where she gave herself a contusion on her head so they wouldn't take her to go see this guy that is a kid who either is terrified to tell anybody or has told and been told it's all in your head you're imagining this or you're making this up for some reason. And I'm not going to bullshit. In my opinion, there's probably quite a few parents who were told who turned a blind eye towards it and rationalized it by going, you just don't want to do the hard work. You just want to quit. I'm not going to let you quit. The the Ball family, the whole, I- I'm going to live out my dreams through my kid. That's nothing new, man. Yeah. In fact, that, Talk- that, was, that was something that was not even talked about back when we were kids 25 years ago.
2: I... I know, Rich, and I and I hear you. I just, I, I guess I had to be there and be in it because I, 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 here's my problem. Here is my whole problem. Nothing you would say is going to make this right for me. I, I get where you're trying to speculate and, and and probably right in some cases with parents like, uh-uh. You're, you're just imagining. But
0: over 100 kids? Yeah, but this is where, see, this is where heads need to roll. That doesn't mean all those kids knew about the accusations from the other kids. That's where heads need to roll. How the fuck were parents after, let me, let me be as, as just lenient as possible. Let's say five years of rumors and kids coming forward And he touched me in a way that made me feel funny, and no, 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 it's all in your head. But after five years of hearing that, how do you work with these girls in any program, whether it be United States Gymnastics, MSU, whatever, even Larry Nasser's doctor's office? How do you work with these girls? And when parents come in, not go, Uh, you might want to take them someplace else to be trained. might want to look into something different. A lot of shit here doesn't make sense. And how the fuck do, uh, do you not quit? And on the way out the door, go East Lansing police. This, that's where heads need to start rolling. Because that means people were covering it up. That goes yeah, back to the systematic, old.
1: Systematic, man. Twenty, this, two and a half decades. This ain't like I'm feeling froggy. Let's do this every so often.
0: And, and Earl, don't think I'm disagreeing with you. I'm right there with you. The problem is is you have way too many people who. I, not my business. Not my problem. Not my kid. There's nothing I can do. Yeah,
2: but there's, there's over topic. 150 people's kids.
0: <laughs> what I'm getting at is, that or
1: or going to the campus police and being told, "Yeah, we're looking into it," and then
0: just, you
1: know what I'm then saying? Being,
0: and then being fired for bringing it up, being blacklisted from being able to work in that fucking in that sport ever again after you yourself. Because if you're working in that sport as a trainer, you yourself probably worked your ass off since you were a little kid to get where you're at. And you have people who control your career and your destiny and your livelihood above you telling you to shut up. Not everyone is as quick to eat fucking welfare peanut butter as other people and are.
1: Where do you go when the... When the granted, all, it's 2014, but where do you go when the person who's the prosecutor in the county where the university is declines to file charges... Do you feel like you could go to any, where are you going to go next? we going to get burial bombs on the phone. Hey, I mean, I mean think about that. What, it, that's where you live. I mean, technically that's the high court.
2: What are you going to go knock on Rick Snyder's door in Lansing? Like- well, I, I I, here again is my issue. It's like Rich said, if it was my kid, you would talk to me through inches of glass because I would be in prison. I don't understand how these fathers, fuck the mothers, the fathers, didn't just grip this motherfucker up and beat him senseless. How do they sit in the fucking room while their child is being fingered by their doctor and say, oh, yeah, yeah, it's a medical procedure? It's not like she was in fucking stirrups. How do you listen to, uh, one of the stories I heard was uh, they were in a hotel room with him and he's jerking off on him. How do you? even think to start hearing a story like that from your child and go, it's in your head. That never happened. You know, I can
0: put you in I can put you in touch with a lot of parents of, of kids I knew who did just that. I understand that. But as me being me, I,
2: I just I can't I can't see it. And even if there were parents that did do that and parents that believed in Nasser and this is a treatment, after over 150 kids I just can't believe 150 parents. You know, that's over 200, 300 people. That's over 300 fucking people. Grown fucking adults.
0: Just yeah, but you're making, idly me, by. You're operating under the assumption they were all somehow networked together and able to fucking talk to each other about this. When they shit didn't like have this, to
2: talk to each other about this. This was their kid. And over no one 150 kids. kids were
0: touched, so... no one, Dude, there's there's parents that walk around to this day who think their kid is their property and their kid's 40 years old and they're 75. Okay, You're... You're trying to, you're trying to paint with one brush to cover all of humanity. You're pulling from, you can't pull from solely your own experience, what you would do and go, well, this is how everybody else must think too. They don't.
2: No, no, you're right. And it's not just that I think, I think that way. It's, I can't get into this for this reason because I can't see how the fuck they're thinking. I, can't, I and and if I see how they're thinking, I'm like that. I'm like they are with their kids. Oh, that's not possible.
0: That couldn't happen. Well, I mean, well, it fucking then, did. <laughs> then, then you know what? As fucked up as this is going to sound, maybe that's something very, a very, very tiny seed of good that can come from this fucking bullshit. This absolute fucking nightmare of a situation for these girls, the people who believed them, who were shouted down or told to shut up under threat of whatever i mean maybe it's people will go oh shit yeah uh, i should at least check into that i should at least do a little bit of digging i mean i i don't know any i don't know any other way to put it and the problem is which is i mean compared to this sports is, sports is inconsequential i understand that all right but the problem is the inevitable obligatory overcorrection The overreaction, the scorched earth policy, let's just, the exact name of the article I read you, burn it all down. That is, to me, where the problem starts. Because that can't be an answer any more than turning a blind eye towards it. Because now you you are making other kids who had nothing to do with any of this, in any shape, form, or way, pay for the sins of this asshole. And I can't get on board with that. But that seems to be the tone of society where we, that, that we live in right now. I mean, and I, we've covered this kind of on Unregimented with the Me Too and the Time's Up movement. There's a lot of people in other countries, not about this story. Let me get that clear, first of all. There's a lot of people in other countries who are like, uh, yeah, we're not bitch-made fucking pussies in our country. <laughs> we can say no and smack a man's hand away real easy. What's wrong with you, American women? Because there's been such a fucking, you know, it, it, to, to, for, for you to ask out a girl who doesn't find you sexually attractive is somehow sexual harassment, which is somehow equal to sexual assault, a.k.a. rape. No. A guy persistently asking you out is a pain in the ass, and it's annoying. All right? And he's a dumbass who can't take a hint. I know a lot of these guys. I'm friends with a lot of these guys, all right? I know how annoying they are, but trust me, it ain't as bad as rape, period. That's the problem that I'm having here, is that people get so angry and go to such a visceral place about this, rightfully so, that they stop thinking and they want to act on some vigilante, vigilante fantasy they hold because they've read too many Punisher comics or watched fucking Dirty Harry or you know, death wish too much.
1: Yeah, I think closing Michigan State is a little extreme.
0: Getting rid of gymnastics, period, give me a fucking break. Really? Really. So all the all the people who it appears to be the overwhelming majority, because we don't hear stories like this, I'm the regular coming from gymnastics. And believe me, right now, if there were more Larry Nassers across the, the country... We would be hearing about it right now. This is or, the environment to bring it forward. Or we're about to. Or, Well, that's true also. I mean, I am speaking in in the middle of a hurricane that hasn't passed over completely yet. You know, I'm like, I'm just hoping that we're past the worst of it. You're going to punish all those people because of this guy and the fucking scumbags who fucking covered for him because they were worried about the paycheck or, or prestige or a job. I mean, I can't I can't get down with that. That's not justice. And I'll say this. I'll say I'll say this. If you don't want justice, you just want vengeance, say what you feel. Just be prepared to be called what you are, which is you want vengeance. You don't want justice. You want justice, you go to a courtroom. As fucked up as our as our court system is, as flawed as it is, That's how we I got. don't I don't think you want to be a fucking underage rape victim in some other countries and come forward. Period. Because mm-hmm. I don't think you would fucking fare as well as these girls did. Alright. And I'm I, I don't I'm not I'm not even gonna get off on what country imagine one in your head. All right. Our laws aren't everybody's laws. You want vengeance, then you go out, you do your bullshit because you've watched too much fucking too much, to, to many dirty Harry movies, and then you go to prison for the rest of your life, dodging fucking penis. All right, that's what your vengeance will get you. I just, I can't, I, I can't get on board with this. Burn it down, shut everything down. To me, it's an overreaction, in my, in my opinion.
1: Well, I see, I see, Ice Man's paying attention. Send us an article about the, the
0: inductees in the Baseball Hall of Fame. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, either way. I don't think we're even anywhere close to the end of this fucking subject, oh. as far as MSU and its involvement and, and the fallout from it. I mean, I'll say this: I'll, I'll if the NCAA comes down and says no more gymnastics for X amount of years at MSU, they lose gymnastic scholarships, et cetera, et cetera. I would be fine if they if it. I would be fine if they did that to the football program, if this was happening in the football program. And I know it's, it sounds shallow to worry about the other sports and the other athletes, but they're real human beings. They're not just numbers. These are kids trying to get an education. Some of them using the only, th- the only shot they have at it. And these are kids trying to, to make a better life, not just for themselves, but for their kids, their parents, whoever the fuck. And this might be their best shot at it, and to pull the rug out from under them when they had nothing to do with this, just because you you want blood. I'm not going to go so far as to say you're as bad as the people that covered for Larry Nasser, but you're definitely in the same ballpark because you're ruining lives. Because the same basket it, of deplorables. It's all about you. It's a narcissistic thing. You're pissed. You want vengeance. So I don't care who gets in the way and how much of a wake of destruction it leaves as long as I get what I want. That's as selfish as the people who said, I'm a fr- I don't want to go to the police. What if I lose my job? And here's the thing. We'll never really know how many people walked away from, from gymnastics, from MSU, from USA Gym- Gymnastics, the Olympic Committee, who knew about this, tried to say something, were shouted down and said, fuck you, I can't be a party to this. See, those people will be lost in the, in the tale that's being told.
1: Yeah, I brought it up last week. I'll bring it up again. This week, 150, 156. Isn't that the number? These are just the people that wanted to talk. Exactly. These are just the people willing to come forward. I'm saying double, this no, double that number at least. So we're getting into like, th- we're talking, we're getting into hundreds. And how many? 25 years?
0: Oh, God. How many fucking people who had been employed and somehow came into contact with this asshole? Whoever was employing them. MSU, USA Gymnastics, Olympic Committee, whatever, part of their employment was a non-disclosure agreement. So even if they quit because they, they go, hey, look, man, I got five different girls coming to me, five different ages telling me the same story about this guy. Oh, we're going to pass it on to our superiors and we're going to pass it on to the police and we're going to see what they do. And it comes back down. The prosecutor said he's not going to do anything. Well, I can't work for a school that fucking turns a blind eye to this. Well, that's fine. But if you open your mouth, we'll sue you out of existence. You'll be living in a cardboard box somewhere. You'll never hear about those people. And no, I mean, there are different degrees of victimization. But those people who had the balls to come forward, who and you know it happened, you know it happened, guys, and were shouted down or shown the door unceremoniously, those people were victimized, not just as much, but victimized like these girls who Larry Nassar preyed on. Cause what else could they do? I mean, when you go, Chris, you made a, a great point. When you go to the authorities and the fucking county prosecutor says, Nothing there, nothing to see here, folks, let's move on. What do you do? You put on a black ski mask, some black leather gloves, get a breaker bar and go get some Detroit justice. Now you're sitting in prison for the rest of your life. What problem did that solve? I mean, it's it's a lose it's 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 a lose lose situation here. And I can't tell you the answer, but I can tell you what the answer isn't, which is to arbitrarily punish people who had nothing to do with it. And because MSU is in our backyard is the reason I'm focusing on MSU, to be honest with you, what about all the other gymnasts across the fucking United States who've been working yeah. to go to the Olympics?
1: Remember, he was a trainer for the USA Gymnastics team. So this this, this branch took out far beyond Michigan State. You know, what
0: if, what if the Olympic Committee, the International Olympic Committee sanctions – United States gymnastics, not just female gymnastics, gymnastics. So male and female done with for X amount of Olympics, however many ones that they say they can't compete in, and all these other athletes who've worked all their lives had nothing to do with this, never met Larry Nasser. don't even know who the fuck he is to this day because they're so fucking concentrating on training to make the Olympic team this year. All their dreams are dashed and why so someone can say ha ha i got my vengeance so someone could be a righteous prick on the internet when they get into a, f- a flame war with some troll sorry twitter don't run the world it wants to but it don't and i just got i ain't co-signing that shit so that's that's really all i got to say about it you guys got something more to say go ahead and add it if not i guess we can move on
1: i'm good man just like last week i feel like i need to go take a shower before we move on to the next segment Burn my clothes. Take a cold shower. Yeah. So hey, the the, the baseball Hall of Fame.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there's I know there's no good segue.
1: I know, right? Sorry, baseball Hall of Fame. Should we just wait like two seconds? No, it's just, it's just, you're just fucking moment of silence. Yeah, no, because your brain's just gonna be filled with no. So baseball Hall of Fame. Your brain. It's like was it? was Lucy Kate say about. Uh, how your brain fills in the n word, like you know. <laughs> so it'll be the same thing. We do silence. You're just gonna think about Larry Nasser. So we're gonna t- talk about the the baseball Hall of Fame because yeah, that did happen shortly before we started recording. Uh, yeah. Who is it? Chipper Jones, Jim Thorne, Vladimir Guerrero, Trevor.
2: Hoffman. Trevor Hoffman. That's the four. I.
0: You know, <laughs> if you're listening to a podcast called Sporgy, you'll probably get this. Pedro Guerrero, <laughs>
1: <laughs> Vladimir Guerrero, um, doing cocaine with Vladimir Guerrero, Guerrero.
0: Vladimir Guerrero, <laughs> Vladimir got it and it's gone. I remember that one from fucking ninety Sports Center. Uh, I gotta say, I'm, I'm kind of shocked. Oh, I'm sorry, Jim Thorne.
1: I'm an idiot. Jim Tomey. Tome,
0: yeah, I, 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 I got it. I just was, yeah. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> oh, I'm getting, uh, getting older. I need the bigger tight. Well, us here in Detroit, we know Jim Tomey because that motherfucker was a tiger killer. Specifically, he teed off on Justin Verlander. I don't know if any batter, in so far in Verlander's career has ever had Verlander's number better than Jim Tomey. And Verlander himself, if you look hard enough, you'll find the interview where he goes, I hate facing that fucker. I hate him. I hate him. I hate him. I mean, like, dude just fucking teed off. He was like, what was it? was the line in Major League? Last time I threw one over the plate, he hit one and ain't landed yet. You know? <laughs> somewhere there's a Jim Tomei. Well, here comes Oprah the old involved. number
2: one. You get a piece
0: of it. You can rename it. Whack!
2: Yeah, I'd name it the Masturbator. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
0: Uh, Chipper Jones, I'm kind of shocked at. Not because I don't think he de- deserves to be there, but I, I, wouldn't you put him like. Uh, to me, I kind of put him in the same category as someone like, like Alan Trammell. Like, why why did it take the veterans community to get Trammell in, but Chipper Jones gets in? Is it because Atlanta was such a dominant team in the 90s and he played on that team that they're, they're just higher profile? I mean, yeah. but then you look at Vladimir Guerrero. Didn't he play for the Expos at one point? I mean, if you're talking low-profile teams.
1: Yeah, this seems kind of like a very underwhelming Hall of Fame list, if you ask me.
2: A little bit. Yeah, it's kind of like, Hall of Fame. oh shit, really?
1: Like, this is all you got? <laughs> like, these are your best four?
2: Like, I really... Oh, some, Well, there are people that, fans that these got these people passed going, up on... Fuck you, man! People that got passed up on, obviously, Roger Clemens, Really Barry Bonds... R- really? These... I'm sorry. These four... Over Roger Clemens. And Barry Bonds. And Edgar Martinez. Kurt Schilling. Okay, oh, Kurt, these four over Kurt Schilling? No, I would put Kurt Schilling in. The man that pitched with the fucking blood come out of his ankle. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I was like, he's not going to make it. Oh, he's going to make it. Holy shit. Yeah. yeah I,
0: this is, and we're going to have a, I, I just realized, Anybody listening, if I say his name, they're going to be like, who the fuck is he talking about? We're going to have a guest on to preview the baseball season. And uh, depending on how it goes and if he feels up to it, he might come in and and chime in on the baseball season. Oh, should we do fantasy baseball? During the year. Um, Pussy. Stop it, Chris. Anyways... Uh, <laughs> we still haven't, we still haven't figured out how to work my cousin in, in on the show yet. I, I was hoping for tonight, but then we kept putting the shit or this show, and we kept putting the shit off. And yeah, I was, I was just like, about to
1: say what what happened. She gonna come on and talk shit, and I can still talk about how I housed her by like fifty points.
0: Yeah, whatever, bro. It's it's her birthday. I'm not gonna fucking ask her to hop oh. on at 11:30 at night in Tennessee time on her birthday. What? Just so she could gloat over you, and you could talk shit about your one win. It didn't mean nothing in the long run. She's
1: probably drunk as hell and talk mad
2: shit. It's her birthday. Hey,
0: no, I'll She's tell you, my, I'll tell she's you my what, cousin by marriage, not blood. She ain't
2: drunk. Chris, how, how, how do you put <coughs> Chipper Jones in and pass on Larry Walker? Uh, tons of
0: things. They're not one and the same, you don't think? I would say Jim Tomey is a better comparison to Larry Walker than fucking Chipper Jones. Chipper Jones at least flashed some fucking glove in the outfield. Larry Walker, I don't know about all that. I mean, if you hey, if you think if you think so, good for you. But I mean, I don't know. No, I think it's just because he played for the
2: fucking Rockies,
0: dude. There's look, this is my problem with the Hall of Fame period. And when when we have our friend on who's going to be our guest, Todd, we can talk about it. Uh, I. I m- it's too much politics, man, and I don't mean politics necessarily as in conservative, Republican, D- Democrat, Republican, or, or you know, whatever liberal or whatever. I, I think that does. I think that does kind of hurt Kurt Schilling, to be honest with you. He's such an outspoken conservative. I think there's people in the baseball writers of America who don't like that. The media people in the media tend to lean to the left. I mean, that's not that's not an opinion. That's that's their own fucking words, you know. Uh, if you need any more proof just watch numerous baseball documentaries where they talk to people who have a Hall of Fame vote and listen to how they talk and you and I'm pretty sure you can guess whether they have, they vote Democrat or Republican, which one they vote more, and we'll just put it that way Clemens, Bonds, I've already said how I feel about that, there's really no point in, in, in to go on uh, look Put them in, put an asterisk by their name. I don't give a shit. It's the steroid era. Baseball allowed it to happen for fucking 20 years. And now they want to act like it didn't happen. They want to erase these guys' careers who did nothing wrong until baseball was finally forced by the fans to ban these substances. Because remember, what started the whole thing with Mark McGuire was a can of creatine sitting next to his head during an interview in the open in the locker room. Something that you could buy over the counter started all this. And then baseball said, no, 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 you can't use that shit no more. And then all hell broke loose because it was only, what, six years, five, six years later, he had Jose Canseco's book and everybody shouted him down. Turned out he was telling the truth.
2: Uh, also, Mike Mussina got passed over and Jorge Posada. Who is actually in danger of falling off uh, the list after this year? If he does he's going to get off the ballot.
0: And then I'll you know, have to be a veterans committee thing, like Jack Morris and uh, Alan, Alan Trammell. Trammell.
2: That's just fucked. <laughs> yeah, Jorge Posada was one that, of the best catchers of his era. You,
0: you named four people
1: that should be that I would name above any of these guys.
0: But, but you have at least to all put
1: show- in before any of these guys.
0: You have, to, you have to also remember, we're also post-Moneyball era, where the stats we grew up with that were hard and fast, you know, you bat 300, you hit 500 home runs, you win 300 games, you have an ERA below 3.5 as a starting pitcher, below whatever as a, as a reliever, you have this many saves, and so you pu- automatically punch your ticket. You now have a generation of people who come up under Sabre metrics. The baseball card stats aren't as, aren't as sexy to him. They don't mean as much to him, if anything at all.
2: <laughs> Guys, Johnny Damon got
0: 1.2% of the vote. <laughs> that was just because someone thought they were voting on who had the best hair in in the 2000s. <laughs> <laughs> it's his first year of eligibility. He got 1.2%. <laughs> all right, look, I'm sitting here and I'm looking at okay, Ed, Edgar Martinez, Mike Messina, Clemens, Bonds, Schilling. If motherfucking Johnny Damon gets in the Hall of Fame and Curt Schilling doesn't, to me, you know what the Hall of Fame is? It's a, it's a bigger Good joke, joke than, than what I thought it was.
2: Weak titty bullshit. Weak titty bullshit. Dude, Fred McGriff only got 20.2% of the vote. Oh, you thought the crime dog was getting in? <laughs> Come on.
0: Manny Ramirez got 226 Well. That's Manny being Manny. Plus, he got busted for steroids late in his career once he went to LA. You got to remember, man. Once again, steroids, sabermetrics. These affect how people vote. Jerry Sheffield, ten point nine percent. I don't think she- Sheffield's ever getting in. He was I way either. too wait not through the not through the voting process. He was way too salty with reporters. He would talk some shit. He'd calm down a lot by the time he came to Detroit, and he still talked a mile of shit.
2: Poor Sammy Sosa. In his sixth year, he only got
0: 10.1%. I mean, are you going off his home run totals? What else is it? (laughs) The rest of his numbers are pretty pedestrian. And on top of that, yeah. once again, steroids. Omar Vizquel, first year of eligibility, got
2: 32.7%. That boy's getting in soon. Well, I mean...
0: Look, Barry Bonds, six year of eligibility, 56.4%. I can tell you this, before he ever stepped foot in the courtroom, there were people who have votes for the Baseball Hall of Fame saying, he'll never get in because I'll never vote for him. And it, Is he one of the best players ever? Oh, he was a Hall of Famer before he ever took a steroid. But it's either he took steroids or he was too much of an asshole, so I'll never vote for him. Said it before I say it again. I don't give a fuck about how you feel about him as a human being. O.J. Simpson, as far as I'm concerned, is a double murderer who got away with it. He's still one of the best running backs the NFL ever saw in that era. Based on that, that's what the Football Hall of Fame is there for. not How many ex-wives and waiters did you kill and get away with it? That's a different that's Hall of Fame. A, that's a different Hall of Fame. Him and Robert Blake, their first ballot when they, start, when they open that <laughs> Hall of Fame. All right. It is for football, period. Boom. End the story. This is for baseball. What did they do between those lines on that diamond? That's all that should matter. But we all know it doesn't. So would Ray basically,
1: Lewis be in that Hall of Fame?
0: Well, Ray Lewis, according to TV Funhouse on Saturday Night Live, didn't see shit and just ran away anytime someone fucking got stabbed. So
1: and he didn't kill no motherfucking lion.
0: But uh, but no. I mean, I, which to me, the, the conversation that we should be having. We've already talked about who's in, who got passed up. How valid is the Baseball Hall of Fame to you guys? <sighs>
2: uh, the the further in time we go, honestly, the less valid it is. It's,
1: it's to, But it, it's any Hall of Fame, really. Because like, there's some guys in, in the NFL Hall of Fame where I'm like, eh, should you be there? I mean, you could probably do it in every Hall of Fame. To me, the Baseball
0: Hall of Fame is a tourist attraction. For Cooperstown, New York to make money off of and whatever moral high ground they had at one point, they've absolutely lost by having they do it to themselves by having such a transparent voting process. When you have writers who will flat out say, I will never vote for him, I don't care if I think personally he's the best player I ever saw in my lifetime, I will never vote for him because I didn't like the man. That's a problem. So to me it's it's uh, a tourist attraction and it's it's a way for retired players and see this is this is where this is where I get conflicted players who were going in when we were kids could really use the boost being put in the Hall of Fame would give their reputation you know as far as you know selling their autograph doing appearances and being able to charge etc cetera, etc cetera. I'm sorry I know that a lot of athletes go broke when they retire at this point in history. That's because they didn't get a, a a decent financial advisor and they made some bad decisions. I don't really feel that you know Roger Clemens, Barry Bonds, and you know guys like them are like, "Oh, you don't understand if I don't get into the Hall of Fame, this might affect my bottom line. you know I don't think it's like that anymore. So that aspect of the Hall of Fame to me is just done and over with. So I I don't know. I, I see it as as nothing more than a sideshow attraction, just a very elaborate one, like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah, I've been there, been there twice, enjoyed myself when I was there. But I walked out of there, and I didn't think any more or any less of anybody that was in there before, than before I walked in both times. It's who sold the most records, who was the most popular, who you heard on the radio the most, or who was the critical darlings? And that's what this has turned into. Who's, who was a good interview, who can we keep steroids not attached to, and who was nice to the reporters?
1: You know, think about like, was Chipper, is Chipper Jones a Hall of Fame player?
0: That's what what I'm saying man He is definitely on a fucking On the cusp
1: He just seemed like he He was a mainstay in Atlanta in the 90's But I mean was he really just
2: Was his play Hall of Fame caliber I don't know man He had some golden gloves that he won I mean possibly But I'm looking at the NFL Hall of Fame roster and, And you're right Chris just about you can go to just about any Hall of Fame I, and go through it.
1: This would be an unpopular choice, right here? I don't know. Dan Marino? There's been so many people that have come along since him that are better than him. I mean, was it just was it just his gimmick for a while that he was the greatest to never win a Super Bowl? Like the the farther away we get away from Dan Marino, Dan Marino, the more I'm just like eh, like you
0: were you just. What? I got a better one than that. Joe Namath. Look at his career stats. Yeah. Not that great of a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Broadway Dan, Joe, huh? Dan Marino played in a time where it was not a past first league, and he went out there, and, he, yes, he never had a fucking grade A-plus or even grade A running game to back him up, but he went out there and set records that have now been broke like they're fucking uh, just like, uh, oh, please, shit. Yeah, some like, it's like it's like it's like Madden stats versus real stats. I used to win the rushing title every fucking year on Madden with <laughs> Mike Allstott, a fullback, okay. And I didn't switch him to the halfback position. I ran him from the fucking I formation, like four plays, and would have fifteen hundred yards with him. I love Mike Allstott. A train, you were never that good, okay. <laughs> this is there is to it. But you have to remember the time he played in. He just he went he retired just as. Brady, Manning. Well, Manning was in the league and was just starting to make a name for himself. But he retired before fucking Brady ever won a Super Bowl, didn't he?
1: Oh, yeah. When he's making mean, mov- he? Well, he retired when he was making
0: movies with
1: uh, Ace Ventura, wasn't he?
0: No, he was still playing. I want to say like 98, 99 was his last year. Wow, really?
1: He played that late? Yeah.
0: I mean, so you have... Think about the players you've had since then. You've had both Manning brothers. You've had... Uh-oh. Drew Brees, you've had Rodgers, you've had fucking Tom Brady. Favre. Favre, Tom Brady. Well, I mean, I was saving Tom Brady for last. Favre was still fucking a young guy when he retired. I mean, he was what? Favre come in the league in 94, didn't play until 95. Kurt, Kurt Warner? You know? Oh, yeah. Kurt Warner was still, you know, <laughs> paper or plastic. Yeah. I mean, so you look at the time period they played in, you judge them by that. That's how I would look at at. at at a uh, uh, Marino. Um, but I mean, you know, Chipper Jones, I'm sitting here, I'm looking at his lifetime stats. You know, he's got a 303 average. He, you know, <sighs> I, I, I mean, I'm trying to, be, like, not be an asshole. 468 as far as home runs, so he didn't hit 500. He's got over 1,600 RBIs, 150 stolen bases. Not to me, it's not that big of a deal. Led the league in batting one year with a 364 average. That's pretty impressive, but if you look at his career average, it's only three hundred three. I mean, that's like, dude, you obviously hit your peak. Now he hit it at thirty six. Then again, he only played one hundred twenty eight games, you know. So I and then and the rest of the time, the same year he 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 led on on uh, on base percentage in the year before two thousand seven. His OPS was. One zero two nine. That's the only time he ever led the league in stats. That's even going by the saber shit. So I don't know. But then you look at Sabermetrics, his wins above replacement. Career, eighty five point zero. That means now, a lot of folks. F-
2: on the other side of the coin, you got uh Hoffman who was in, and I totally agree with that. Hoffman's the only guy that tied uh Mariana Rivera. I think they had like forty saves in a season. Like
0: that's, that's huge. Well, Trevor Hoffman, also, who the fuck did Trevor Hoffman ever play for? Like, seriously, he Padres. played for the, Mar- <laughs> the Marlins in 93, the Padres for most of his career, and the Brewers for the last two. Right. And had all them saves playing for those teams. Yeah, okay, the Padres went to the World Series in 98, and what have they done and, since? And... and then... And then... <laughs> no, and then. <laughs> <laughs> Quite literally, no, and then. You get one World Series 20 years ago, and you got one 16 years before that. Shut up and be happy. You no, know, Trevor Hoffman. Yeah, he, dude, he, he comes out to bullpen. I got to face him. I'm just like, can I just not look like a fool up here? That's all, yeah. I can, that's all I can really hope for.
2: Look like the Bugs Bunny cartoon. Struck one, two, three, Yeah. Yarr- one, two, three, you're
0: up. <laughs> yeah, that Bugs Bunny change-up shit, yeah. But, yeah, I uh, I, mean, on top of that, he was the face of the franchise, especially after Tony Gwynn retired. I mean, you think of that era of Padres, who else Who else could you think of? Tony Gwynn. <laughs> and once Tony Gwynn retires... I'm just saying, that's, all I, can think of. that's <laughs> all I That's all I got. That's it. I mean, if you want to go back to the 80s, I can think of Steve Garvey. But most people, when you say Steve Garvey, still think of him in a Dodgers uniform. Not even in those fucking rotten hot dogs with the fucking mustard that was left out in the sun for 30 days and nights. Uniforms of the 80s on the Padres. So, uh, no, Tre- Trevor Hoffman, I don't, I don't really have a complaint.
1: San Diego's with. only professional sports franchise that they have left. No basketball. Sure as only going to be no hockey team.
0: No football. Give it 10 years. There'll <laughs> be a hockey team there. The San Diego Coyotes. No, it'll be the San Diego Canadians. They're doing their best. That's, I, I, can't, I can't go off on that rant. Just, okay. I, let's put it this way The rumor in the hockey world, and it's all we really need to talk about hockey on this episode.
1: Oh, you don't want to talk about oh, the All Star game?
0: I don't give a single fuck about the All Star game. I'll talk about the skills competition if everybody. If I can, if I can watch it and then come on the show, I will talk about it while you two go to the bathroom because that's what happens when I talk <laughs> about hockey on this show. And I end up—the only way I can end up having to drag Earl into the conversation is start talking about hockey players who've been retired so long. Last time they laced them up, I didn't have a gray hair on my head. I started going. Well, I, started going I started going. Yeah. <laughs> I'm bringing up Troy Crowder, okay? You know what I'm saying, like. <laughs> <laughs> but no, and I've started going gray at 18, and I'm 40, so that gives you a fucking idea how long ago. But no, no I,
2: I, I don't know why, Rich. But lately, there's been bas- uh, basketball, <laughs> NFL, it, really. <laughs> there's been hockey games being shown here in Kansas on well, I mean,
0: local local TV. Look, as far as the, the 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 television ratings go, NFL is down, hockey's up, basketball's up, great, wonderful, but they're still nowhere near, even sniffing the bottom of the soles of the NFL or MLB, MLB. So,
1: aren't you going to say yeah. something about a rumor?
0: Yeah, the rumor, the rumor in the hockey world is is that there are twenty different franchise names being battered around they're going to come up with a final list for people to vote on for a hockey franchise in seattle so there you go wow that's going down huh the rumor is they're going to push this into seattle they're
1: trying to get the sonics back right isn't that the the part of the lure for the arena that's what
0: i read I don't know if they want the Sonic, but yeah, they, they, they definitely want their fucking basketball team back. I mean, it, it, case in point, to understand how fucking much people in Seattle were pissed when they lost that basketball team, go back and watch the, ni- the 1992 movie Singles. has nothing to do with sports besides this uh, one scene where one of the guys brings his date home, and he's got an Xavier Daniels poster on the wall, and she goes, Xavier Daniels? Oh, my God. What is he, a basketball player or a boxer? And he goes, you dare to rip the X-Men or the X-Man? Really? That was a movie that had nothing to do with sports, and they managed to fucking fit that in there. Why? Because that was the fucking climate of Seattle at that point. That team did not want to lose its fucking uh, its basketball team. Or that city didn't want to lose its basketball team. And as, as much as they fucking cheer on soccer in that fucking city, sadly I do, not sadly, I do think, a good hockey team will go far in Seattle. They try that right. part
1: of the country too because they're so much better than us. Because too in Portland, they, they try to push that. Oh, we got the Timbers. You know that's where my propicia comes out. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> <laughs> you have a professional soccer team. Ooh, <laughs> ooh, ooh! We're in, we're in Europe. Great we live in the united coffee, states. Yo. We don't give a shit about soccer. We pretend to give a shit about soccer. Every time the fucking world cup comes around, there's one guy I know that actually likes soccer.
0: Like, well, I mean, but to give you an example of how thirsty they are for fucking hockey in New England, Connecticut is letting people buy Hartford Whaler fucking license plates.
1: Nice.
0: The whale ain't been it- In Hartford since the 90s. What's that tell you?
1: It's the Hurricanes, right? Yes. Yes. That is the franchise. I remember things. What does that
0: fucking tell you? They would eat up a fucking professional hockey team out there. But no, no. Got to push to where the money's at because that's what, you know, fewer Bettman wants. Whatever. I don't want to get off on that. So anyways, we don't want the Hall of Fame? Yeah. All right. well, where else do you put a hockey
1: team in New England? Boston's, <laughs> yeah. co- ba- well, Boston's covered. New York's covered twice. uh Verona, Maine, Buffalo's uh, covered.
0: Put one in Maine. Put one in Hartford. Yeah, I'm uh, saying Hartford's
1: probably the biggest city left in that area. New Jersey has Doesn't one a team.
0: You could probably put one easily in Wisconsin. You could. I know you could put one. Oh, yeah. it, it, it would. It would absolutely be in the middle of nowhere compared to most fucking hockey teams, but you could probably put one in North Dakota because they do have a pretty decent – well, they have a pretty good college hockey following out there that might transfer to the pros.
1: This is the second uh, uh, sports franchise you could put in Green Bay. I mean, I know – Have the fans own it. I know know Packers run that town, but, you know, give them something to do after football season ends.
0: Well, I mean I'm just saying there's there's other places to go. Uh at least it's a team that is somewhere close to
1: It's a part you know, of the it's a part, it part of the country eventually. where they where they do play hockey. I work with a few people out that way who got kids in in hockey out there.
2: Hey, you know where a really good place for a hockey team would be? Fucking Wichita, Kansas. <laughs>
1: Or, at least, or maybe
2: or start with Kansas City. You know? No, no, Wichita, Kansas.
1: Oh, I'm just saying, start where there's where there's already a sports market. You got the Chiefs out there. It's all they got, bro. Oh no, wait, I'm you got the Royals. You. Whoops, there Sorry, is a Royals huge,
2: fans. huge sports market here. Zero teams to cheer for. Huge sports. And everybody here is either for the Kansas Jayhawks or the Wichita State Buzz or Shockers. Seriously. Because there's nobody
0: else to cheer for here. We could have the Wichita think, linemen. That that's what I was going to say, yep. Yep. On the starting line for the linemen, and they can have Glenn Campbell playing behind them. Yes. Look, man, I, the point is is that stop. I, I, it's it's well-worn carpet on this fucking podcast. I mean, stop putting fucking teams in places who have no interest in the sport, period. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, drive the main road. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to get to the part where he's like, Oh, ladlaw,
1: ladlaw <managed> oh. <laughs> oh. oh. I mean this part.
0: <inaudible> <diagonally> <ilantro> <inaudible> I, I just, <laughs> they want to expand the league. I talked to the young, the, 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 the young bloods. There you go. It's a reference to a bad eighties hockey movie. Um, who are into the NHL and they tell me that I'm old, and out of touch. I don't know what I'm talking about. That the leagues, that the, the league needs to expand into non-traditional cities, the sports, the best it's ever been. It, it, the players are bigger and faster and more, more and, 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 and all this. And I'm like, yes, but look at the one thing the NHL harps on scoring. It is still not at its peak in the eighties. And what did you have in the '80s? All right, they go. Oh, so you're going to compare? Because I did that. I one of the uh, a gentleman online who runs a hockey page. And when I got into a debate, and I threw out 20 years ago points leaders and what the points was for the, those leaders versus last season. And he told me you can't compare the two. I said you're right because now you got these fucking freakish fucking huge players who basically are made of glass. There's no one out there to protect your star players. The play is uncreative. Even you you even had Wayne Gretzky a few years give an interview saying he don't know if he could play in the NHL today, and they said, why? And he prettied it up because ultimately he's a show for the NHL. He is the new Mr. Hockey since Gordie Howe died, and he honestly was for a few decades to, to a certain group of people before Gordie Howe died. So he's the ambassador for the sport. He's not going to talk shit about it. But he did bring up, yeah, I always had guys to protect me, so I didn't have to worry about cheap shots. I could just make plays. That's how come he has more assists than anybody else has fucking points, right? That man lived behind the net. That was his office. That's where he made his living from. And you don't have that these days. Why? Because we're going to let the officials call the game. And what happened? Last year in the playoffs, you let the officials call the game. You get some fucking jackass for the fucking Penguins with his nose out of joint because little Miss Crosby is getting fucking his dress dirty out there on the ice. And He goes, well, then we need to have NBA star player rules. There you go. You can't just let the game be played as it was meant to be played. You want to change it to a different sport. You want to change it to basketball. Go for it. Once again, regular season. Be honest with you guys. Be honest with the listeners. I've watched a handful of games. I just don't give a fuck to watch during the regular season. They've completely lost me. They've completely lost me. I can watch highlights, and I don't have to sit through games that are boring. I don't have to sit through uh, NBC's bullshit presentation. I don't have to listen to the fucking... The constant gagging on Sidney Crosby's cock like he's the greatest to ever lace up skates when he's not even in the top 10 of that conversation but you you can't say that to these fucking youngins because that's all they know well I'm not watching those Wayne Gretzky clips they're not high def really really I used to watch VHS I used to watch tenth generation VHS tapes of fucking 50s and 60s hockey players you can sit through a 2 a 240 whatever p YouTube clip and find out just how good hockey actually used to be, but whatever. I, I'm going to the bathroom. Talk about basketball.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, that that's actually a great segue because that's how I feel exactly about LeBron James. Everybody, congrats! the greatest. Congratulating himself. Did
1: you see that? He's
2: the greatest. Yeah, for breaking thirty thousand points. Who congratulates themselves? LeBron James. Wow. I mean, can't, I, can't,
1: can't, I can't defend that. That was a pretty douchey <laughs> move.
2: <laughs> and he did it with a picture of his youngest self. Did you see that?
1: No, I did not. Yeah, he, I, just heard, he, I read the stories about
2: it. He had a picture of when he was in high school. All right, so have you been following the NBA? Yeah, there was like a w- one fight after last one week's show fight. and you're Listen like to this. You know,
1: after last week's show and you're like oh see look
2: there's all these fights. it's not knockdown drag out, you know, boxing matches, but there's fights. It's causing people to get ejected left and right. There's fights between the players and the refs. There's fights between the players themselves.
1: You love hyperbole, man. Like it, it's not like I think the the bigger news is the the uh, the All-Star uh rankings came out i mean let's let's look up and M- let's, M- let's just bring up nba on, on the home page here on the espn
2: <laughs> the biggest news is how the nba all-star team was selected and it wasn't it televised because they didn't want to hurt the players feelings about how they got selected oh who got beat last and shit i was cracking up oh so no, those feelings when we get hurt Right, Steph Curry was a captain, and LeBron James was the other captain. They picked their team, and then that was it. <laughs> then it yeah. was all released.
1: I'm almost to the bottom of the page. I'm still looking to see something about a fight. Oh, no, but, Rich, we were yeah. talking about, did you see LeBron yeah. congratulating himself on 30,000 <sighs> points? That is probably like, he's done some douchey
0: shit. But, I mean. Did he write a, did he write a letter to his younger self?
2: No, his younger
0: self wrote a letter to his older self. <laughs> oh, my God.
2: Just when I thought I, I couldn't get you not. I kid you not. You, you can see it. Look it up. There's a picture of him as a high school kid congratulating himself on hitting 30,000 points.
0: <laughs> that motherfucker's a less aware Terrell Owens. He loves him some him.
1: Yeah, the first person to congratulate LeBron on 30,000 points was LeBron. Wow. Let me see if I can find the. Oh, yeah. Here you go. I'll send you this.
2: My favorite meme still about LeBron James is, what if I told you the greatest comeback for LeBron James wasn't on the court, and it shows two pictures of his hairline? hairline. Oh, oh, motherfucker. We didn't forget.
1: Oh, no. We saw your shit was going away, and all of a sudden it came back. (laughs) (laughs) Don't think we don't remember shit, LeBron. No, yeah. So he posts on his Instagram. It's a picture of himself. Yeah, looking, like, what is he, like, freshman or whatever? Man, yeah, motherfucker's was, like, yeah.
0: motherfucker's probably 10 in that picture, but yeah, go ahead. I want to be one of
1: the first to congratulate you on this accomplishment slash achievement tonight that you'll reach. Only a handful has reached slash seen it too, while I know it, it's, wait, and while I know it's never been a goal of yours from the beginning to try, parentheses, please try, parentheses, to take a moment for yourself on how you've done it. The house you're about to be a part of only has six seats in it, as of now. But one more will be added, and you should be very proud and honored to be invited inside. There's so many people to thank who... Wait. There's so many people to thank who has helped this even become possible. So thank them all. And when you, the letter you, finally get your moment, parentheses, alone to yourself, smile, look up to the higher skies, and say, thank you, in all caps. So should I want, thank you! So, with that said, congrats again, young king. One love. Hashtag, strive for greatness. Hashtag, the kid from Akron.
0: <laughs>
1: hashtag, I'm, hashtag a, I'm a douche.
0: Mind I, <laughs> don't mind if I don't. All right? <laughs> Fuck this motherfucker. I, dude. I'm glad I read that poorly. Oh, my God.
1: Oh, that is so douchey, It could clean a vagina. straight up,
0: dude that's the king (laughs) good fucking lord oh Oh. i mean i might have to go back to the bathroom and hop in the shower while y'all continue to talk basketball because i don't know if i can give a fuck about this sport even less than i do right now it's
1: like two showers one
2: episode jesus
0: do you know the greatest thing about that post
2: I don't even have to rip Le- Le- LeBron's No, James. exactly.
1: That is in... Richardson, when you're in the bathroom, that is indefensible. Like, how, how how can you defend that? Like, only the douchiest of the douchiest would defend that kind of behavior. Ugh.
0: I have... Dude, I am... Should, uh, yeah. Should we just talk about football? I... You know, I... <laughs> I'm, I but isn't this... Isn't this... I mean, this is... It's, it's no more. Mu- this is why I it's hear just- so
1: many haters.
0: But this is just a reflection on the culture that fucking surrounds, you know, pop culture, that surrounds basketball and hip hop culture these days. It's all, look at me. And here's, here's the bitch of it, folks. Here's the bitch of it. We had this, okay? Because I know people are sitting there going, hip hop culture. You mean black culture? Yeah, that's what I mean. But we had this in white culture, too. It was called the 80s. It was called Cock Rock. And you know what we did? We put that faggy baby to bed as quick as we fucking could the minute the clock struck 1990. All right. It took a year and some change. But we finally put a fucking stake through the heart of that bullshit. <laughs> and some and en- from Seattle. And said enough with this horse shit. All right. These motherfuckers go in the bathroom, look in the mirror and fall in love. Fuck you. Get out of my face with this shit. I... You know what it smacks of? It smacks of the type of douchebags in the 80s who used to come into the guitar store I worked at and go, you got any dummy cabs? Dummy cabs, for those who don't know, are big speaker guitar cabinets. Okay, usually it's 412s. Dummy cabs are just the cabinet empty why they wanted them is so they could stack them up so it looked like they had a bunch of amplifiers on stage, where really they were spending time and effort moving empty cabinets to look cool. Think
1: about that, folks.
0: Let it sink in. And I'm not talking about doing this at Madison Square Garden, doing this at the Forum, wherever the fuck. I'm talking about doing this... And if you're from Michigan, you know what I'm talking about. The Token Motherfucking Lounge. The same place you play every month. Okay? They they used to have a pole on stage that the guitar players would start getting crazy and headbanging and knock themselves out with. (laughs) Okay? And it was a fucking, not a pole, a pipe. It was a pipe in dead center of the stage. And these assholes were running around acting like they were fucking playing for Madison Square Garden on the 5th of a 12-night sellout. All right, The fuck out of my face. This is why I can't watch this shit, man. I can't. I don't care. Can, can a motherfucker just go out and do his job and be good at it and be self-aware to know he's good enough without having to fucking b- blow his fucking back out trying to blow himself? Yeah, his name's Michael Jordan. <laughs> and you know Jordan was a cocky cocksucker behind the scenes. You know he talked mad shit on the court. Difference was, he knew to fuck... Shut that shit down when the cameras are on. they got a mic in your face. Man, he knew better.
1: Like, join on Instagram. I'd like to congratulate me for seven championships.
0: <laughs> Dude, when, when you go buy a new camera and... Okay, not a camera. Excuse me. See? That's how fucked up I am. I'm talking about a phone. First thing that pops in my mind is... Because I see everyone... They either, they're either using their phone for, for some sort of social media or as a camera. I don't even think of it to call people anymore. I'm the only one, apparently, that calls anybody. But when you go to buy a new phone, and the first thing, which I did a year ago, and the first thing the salesman says is, oh, the rear-facing camera has a built-in selfie light and is Fifteen million, billion, gazillion, trillion, whatever megapixels for the clearest selfies possible. Motherfucker, do you see the gray in my beard? Do you see the gray in my hair? I am forty years old. I don't give a fuck about no selfies.
1: For peace time again.
0: Like seriously, but that tells you what you need to know. You got fucking men older than me walking around thinking they're in a regal beagle with their shirt undone to their belly button, their chest hair puffed out. Taking pictures like they're at fucking glamour shot circus ninety two. The fuck is wrong with people these days? Seriously, you know what? Fuck it. I'm done. Uh, Putin, come over here and butt fuck these bitch boys until they love you because they, they, they I, apparently we have got a bunch of half fags in this country that want it. So come, come, give it to them. I I, I don't know what else to say. North Korea, come give it to the rest of us. I don't know. I, I fucking you got to be kidding, kidding me? How do you congratulate yourself on social media? Seriously, (laughs) not tongue in cheek, not with a self deprecating wink or nod, but like open letters to yourself from your younger self. That's even more asinine and bullshitty than here's a letter to my younger self. I cringe when I hear that this I don't even cringe at I'm beyond cringe. I don't even know what the fuck I am. (laughs) I'm like through the looking glass on the other side. Like, waving at the rest of you, going, come here, we got cupcakes. It's better over here. (laughs) There's none of this bullshit.
2: Wow. Okay. That all being said, Chris, did you see the All-Star lineup? Uh,
1: I heard a lot of people got snubbed. Or PG. Or PG-3. Sorry. PG-13? Yeah, or whatever the fuck is it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's CP-3. CP3, PG13. Who gives a fuck? Okay,
0: Here's my thing. There's 12 players in each All Star team for a total of 24. So even if you grab, you say you can only grab one player from a team, they're still not going to get one player from every team. So what's everybody upset about? It ain't yeah, football. guess what
2: team got snubbed?
1: Yeah, Andre Drummond. Nowhere near. Bad. Always oh, mad. Yeah, don't uh, see
2: uh, anyone in uh, Detroit Pistons.
1: Nope. Jersey? No Pistons. On this
2: team. However, Steph Curry's got the better team so far. I, but,
1: shit, I mean, this is quite the team.
0: <laughs> the better team for the All-Star game? You mean the, let's not play any defense? No one's diving for balls All-Star game? The better team? Well, careful, Rich, because if you look at the king,
2: he has DeMarcus Cousins, Joel Embiid, Bradley Beal, Draymond Green. Every one of those will die for a ball. <laughs> Every one of them is a defense specialist.
0: All right. Well, we'll we'll see. As a, as a, I'll, I'll say that we'll see. All right. I'm I'm really kind of surprised since they're biting off the NHL so much just swinging Al from their All Really? With this whole, you you get captains and they pick their team that they haven't gone to like half court and one style all star game. <laughs> like like the NHL's gone to to three on three like they're playing pond hockey, you know. I'm just waiting for that. That way we can just go, okay, anybody who watches this and takes it seriously, we know they dodged a coat hanger or five Mm -hmm. in the womb. So, okay, gotcha. These are the people shampoo instructions are required for.
1: (laughs) This is why there's a label on the hair dryer that says don't use it in the tub. Yeah. Man, the Greek freak. This guy's name, huh?
2: Jesus. Yeah, try it. I dare you. Uh... Don't. You
0: can't do it. What was it? What was it? Adam Sandler song? And Ted Taco... <laughs> You're going to go for it. <laughs> He's um, going for it. Um-po.
2: Just uh, say his first name. Gianni? Giannis? Yeah. Giannis.
1: And Ted Oh, uh, Okay, close
2: enough. S-
1: Steve motherfucking Polychronopolis?
0: Exactly. Yes. Exactly. That's exactly what I was thinking.
1: Ugh. <sighs> I want to see how Google says that. <laughs> see what the internet comes up with.
0: Motherfucker, you're going to type that into Google and the, and the NSA is going to be at your house. Like, yeah, we know you're a harboring fucking terrorist here. <laughs> way too many syllables in that name. How do I say... <laughs> how do I say this dude's name? Say that Greek fellow. Oh,
1: here you go. He actually... He, hey, look. He, there's a video. He's going to tell us. The
2: Nigerian way, you got to say with a D. So it's Adde to compo. But in the Greek way you say with the N T like Antetukumpo. So uh, I changed myself like i don't think it is a way you gotta say the last name. Uh, whatever you whatever you got just say, you know, it's Janice at That did not help at all. <laughs> <laughs> Giannis S Yeah, I got it. Yeah. Okay.
0: Johnny Versace
2: took a poo poo.
1: Yeah, okay, Antikopo. that works. <laughs> Hold on. So, some bitch
0: on YouTube just said. t ta what? Giannis
1: Antetokounmpo.
0: God damn it. To Giannis to
1: Antetokounmpo. Antetokounmpo.
0: Antetokounmpo? Yes, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Antetokounmpo. Most Mos Eisley Katina. Antetokounmpo.
1: Oh, okay, I see how it's saying. Antetokounmpo.
2: Right, right. All right. Cause my name's Steve. <laughs> this is America. Oh, Your name's
1: Johnny A. Alice Your name's Johnny Annie. Next, I would have won at Ellis Island. Oh, All right, so football, football, football.
2: Before football, oh, just cash it, because Rich wasn't here. Rich, when they picked these final, the the final roster for this. Uh, basketball All Star game. I want you to know, a, it wasn't televised. B, nobody knows the order in which they were picked. Reason given: they didn't want to hurt the feelings of the players. <sighs> Man, it's like I've it's fi- like you, you're the fat kid in in dodgeball. You you're gonna be picked last, and they didn't want to announce who was picked first and last.
1: Let's find something we could substitute for pro, pro, for a Propecia and play it. It's certain times this is
0: comparable this is fucking adult millionaires you know right (laughs) go buy yourself a hooker get you an eight ball shut the fuck up about your feelings i'm going to quote another of one of our hosts on a different show i don't care about your feelings unless i'm touching you shut up jesus god all right yeah well i mean i was like boy i can't get any worse than that glad i didn't say that out loud
2: (laughs) Yeah, not adult millionaires. This is one we are just talking about, the major one, congratulating himself with a younger version of himself.
1: I would like to congratulate my future self who's listening to this podcast while editing it. Good job on this show. That's not even over yet. (laughs) Okay. So football. The rich get richer, huh? Oh, damn it. The rich are going to get richer. Oh, I—I I know I feel like I'm rooting for the Empire, but I don't care. I know I'm watching like a New Hope, and I'm rooting for Darth Vader. But, I mean, really, it, it's—did you see the AFC game coming out any other way? Here we go. Come on, nice Man, you've been waiting. I'm pleading the fifth. I don't want to talk. about it. Okay. you would be the worst member of an intro of an improv comedy troupe. Just putting that out. You—you've
0: <laughs> <laughs> you've never heard the phrase "yes and." He would go, I don't want to do that, I'm not doing that, and he'd stand in the corner, and then everybody would get their, get their fucking groove on, and they'd be fucking clicking, and then he'd just ejaculate out of his sound hole, something that had nothing to do with what the fuck was going on stage, and then take a lap as the best improvisational comedian ever. <laughs> write, a, write a Twitter post to his younger self, thanking him for fucking all those games of dozens we played in his broken-ass fucking Lincoln back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> mama got three titties, milk water and out of order. order? <laughs> Your mama got two feet grown out of titties. Bitch fell down and kept running. Like just dumb shit. Just Mom mm-hmm. uh, got a mouth in the back of her head. Bitch you're like this. she like this, yeah. Uh, I Look, I you wanna start with the AFC, let's start with the AFC. I half the fucking country who gives a fuck enough to have watched the game and have an opinion about it are Saying the fixes in, the other half are saying stop hating. There really, anything else to talk about as far as that game goes? I mean, I, uh, I, 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 I sent you guys videos you guys... and memes and everything else that fucking everybody was was. I mean, within thirty minutes of the game being over, trying to prove how it's been faked, and someone even did a whole satirical video on it, which I'm like, you got that much time? You could have probably cured cancer in the amount of time it took to fucking edit that together. But whatever. Man, who, with,
1: aren't you, with, who aren't you fucking? That you had to make that
2: without all the bullshit of fixing and all that. Did you guys see the hit on Gronk? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Watching it. Barring the rule, was it a penalty? Yes.
1: If your helmet hits another player's helmet, yes.
2: No, fucker. I said barring the rule, you can't do that. You can't parse it.
0: You're you're it, that is a leading. Besides the law that says I can't kill you, I kill you. Now, can I do that? <laughs> yeah, I know. Right? No, I'm asking
2: you, do you think he led with his head to hit Gronk's head? Do you think, do I think,
0: so you're asking if we think he targeted Gronk's head?
2: Yes.
1: No, no. but I think that's what happened.
2: That's not what happened,
0: but okay.
1: Do I, do I think he meant to do that? No, but I think it's what happened.
2: My man led with his right shoulder. When he hit Gronk with his right well, shoulder. his
1: helmet hit first. That's the problem.
2: His helmet didn't hit first. He hit him with his right shoulder. Gronk's head bounced off his helmet.
1: I, the freeze frame I sh- sent you has, clearly, their helmets are hitting. His shoulder is not in contact with him yet. His The helmet is in front of the shoulder. Like It really doesn't look like the shoulder is impacting. Whereas, clearly, his head's knocking against the head.
0: I, okay, when there's that much silence between what you say and his response... <laughs> He's either given up, or we're about to get hit with a message on Messenger, because it (laughs) makes for excellent podcasting. (laughs) Here, here's video backing up my thing. Everybody (laughs) listening, take my word for it.
2: Uh, No, no, it just, that's, I've given up, because
0: arguing with Chris is pointless. In the face of death, sports is pointless, okay? Fucking, this is all, we're all fucking rearranging deck chairs in the Titanic waiting to fucking be worm food, so you might as well have some fun and argue while you're here.
1: Uh, 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 (laughs) What I have deduced is Earl and I would be either the best or the worst play-by-play team, depending on what you're into.
2: Really? (laughs) (laughs) Really, really?
1: (laughs) Like, yeah. We would be like the antithesis of Pat Summerall and John Madden.
2: What the fuck is wrong with you? Are we watching the same game? (laughs) And you can see here with the way he throws, well, that kind of reminds me of Brett Favre. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but whatever. Everyone
1: can talk about the fixes in all they want. Bullshit. Because going into the fourth quarter, Jacksonville had the ball twice as long as the Patriots. If you've divided it up out of the three quarters, Jacksonville had it two out of the three quarters. All right, it's, and going it's like into said, the fourth quarter, and you only scored six points in that second half. Shame on you! Nothing like to I do with said, the fix
2: is in. It's like I said in the chat, and, and and whether the fix was in or not, it's getting fucking boring. I called it, everyone.
0: Well, it's boring because it's
1: Blake Bortles. It was like Tom Brady. They had nothing like, to do with Blake
0: Bortles. Oh, it had nothing to do today? with The fucking Patriots.
1: By the time it's fourth quarter, Tom Brady's like. All right, Uh, I guess I'll get to work.
0: Okay, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let me indulge you for a second and ask, why is it boring?
2: Because you knew
0: the outcome. It's like when I was talking about,
2: when I called it in the fucking uh, chat. I I said down to the fucking minute what was going to happen. Because
1: if it was Tom Brady and Drew Brees, it would have been watchable, and who knows? You'd have been like, oh, it's possible Drew Brees comes out of the other end of this one. But it's
2: him against Blake Borles. That's why it's boring. For for everybody listening, when I called this, I said it looks like the WWF, or WWE, or whatever the fuck. The wrestling. It looked like Hulk Hogan, and he's about to shake his head, and he's getting pounded on for fucking three-quarters but he's shaking his head, and now he's standing up, and, oh, he's shaking the finger. Now you fucked up. You fucked up. You know that, right? Here it comes the big boot and the leg drop. And then I said, watch, in the next two minutes, the Patriots are going to drop the atomic leg drop on their ass. And in two minutes almost exactly, hey, man, Brady throws a touchdown. That's just boom, excellence, all
0: right? That's just the culture of winning. Oh, okay, okay. But, but, excuse me. They weren't the best team on that field that fucking day. No. The fact that fucking Belichick had to pull out these gimmicky-ass trick plays. Mister, if you have to pull out gimmicky and trick plays, you're not that good. He said that before. The fact that he had to pull that shit out, out tells you all you need to know. So... I don't see how it's, I mean, okay, you called the Patriots are going to win, blah, 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 blah. You also said something that we've all said on this fucking show numerous times before. Belichick's a master at making adjustments, and he made the proper adjustments.
2: No, I get that, Rich. If anything, I would say they were outcoached that game.
0: Future Lions head coach, Matt Patricia?
2: It's starting to look like Hogan. Hogan's not the best wrestler. He gets his ass beat for 90% of the match, and then the last 10% of the match, he's, like, shaking his head and shaking the ropes, and you fucked up, and here he comes. He, do, he pulls, like, four moves and one, two, three. It's the same thing the fucking Patriots are doing. It gets old. It's like, well, that's game. And the other team's up by 10 points with four minutes left. You're like, that's game. That's excellent. That's all it is.
1: Dude, at that point, I mean, that really was. That was, that, I'm with Rich. That was outcoached. Also, too, okay. Jack- that was also, that was also Jacksonville doing what they have done the entire playoffs is they have played not to lose. Like they lucked out with Pittsburgh, but they, they did not play. You had the ball for two thirds of that game going into the fourth quarter and you only had scored six points. That, that is on your offense. Your defense was doing all they could. You know, and in the end, they're up against the master, both Belichick and Brady. You know, your offense should have came through for you.
2: And that's all fine and dandy, Chris. And every bit of that is getting absolutely boring. Don't watch. That's I asked you in the tent. I didn't. Why do you watch? I you. I started the laundry. My, my wife changed the channel to a different show. I had to ask if Jacksonville turned it over on yet. I knew it was coming, and it happened. So it- precision bores you? precision bores me no the shit that you your sit back and go i've seen this before i know what's going to happen this is nothing new why does this look so fake that bores me how fake how does it look fake because i knew what was coming bro it's cuz they played jacksonville dude i don't give cuz it fuck. was against blake portals stop dude for 3 quarters of a game a team could sit there and defend and and catch a ball and run a ball and all of a sudden, the last part of the last quarter, they can't do fucking nothing. Yes. Did you okay. watch the Super Bowl? That right. back- you're okay. Did with you watch it. Super not. Bowl a year ago? Absolutely. This is not okay su- with it.
1: Then don't watch.
0: Stop watching I football. Did. I did. So you're not going to watch your, the big game here in two weeks? All right. Because it's fake. Usually, I enjoy y'all's back and forth as much as anybody. But Chris, stop encouraging. The co-host of a sports show to stop watching the sport we talk the most about.
2: Well, I mean, if you honestly, if you think it's fake, like why would you I'm like continue? I'm not saying that it's fake, and I'm not uh, saying okay. And okay. what I'm saying is it just gets boring. When I watch a Patriots game and I know the fucking ending, I don't need to watch it anymore. So should they like not play shitty teams? I, I, dude, seriously. It's not about that. they, For whatever fucking reason, through three quarters of the game when they play Patriots, anybody, I don't care who it is, play the Patriots, they can run, they can tackle, they can pass, they can catch, they can do everything, all the intangibles. And then in the last half of the fourth quarter, for fucking whatever reason, every fucking team they play... Can't do anything. It's called. It's coaching. It's they're that's adjusting. Shit. It is not. Called so
1: you're coaching. saying there's a script. So why aren't they? Why haven't? Why aren't? Why haven't they been the perfect Coach team?
2: If that's somebody the script, hitting the receiver if, in their hands and not being able to make the fucking catch. If
1: that's the script every game, why haven't they gone? You know, sixteen and zero and completed the perfect season, and we no longer talk about the seventy two Dolphins. If that's when the script, in, if that's the script in the hand at every. At the end well, of every game, why well, don't they win every game?
2: They did go 16-0. and 0. They lost the fucking Super Bowl.
1: What, somebody go off the script?
2: Somebody go Bret Hart on their ass? Had to have. Reverse the sharpshooter. Ring the fucking bell, yo.
1: So, so then why, again, I ask, why watch?
2: Like, if that's how you feel, like, you obviously, then you don't enjoy it, why? Don't watch a lot of Patriot games for that reason. So, so but... Uh,
1: so then I posit this one. So why is it only the Patriots that's fake? So out of all thirty-two teams, one team Fucking is fake f- one team's fake, and the rest are all above
2: board. It's not about fake. It's not about a fix. It's about you said boring. It's the same thing over and over and over So excellence. So excellence bores you. It's not excellence. So just going in a
1: culture of dominance and winning bores you.
2: Yes. Yes, it does. As a matter of fact, it does, Chris.
1: So you're going to be bored of Golden State in a couple of years? Those late 90s Red Wings bore the fuck out of you?
2: man. Another
1: one of these cups? <laughs> <laughs>
2: you can call it what you will. I'll call it what I will. We'll, we'll agree to disagree on it. You can watch it. I, I don't need to. I, All right. I literally All right. wrote what was going to happen before it happened. To prove to you that I knew what was coming. So, like, I guess what I'm taking away from here, maybe I'm being short-sighted, you either think it's fake or you're bored by a team that's just dominant. Which Dude, one is it? Listen, I'm bored because I know the fucking ending. I proved it to you in the chat. I knew what was coming. There was no reason how to did why. I give, How did I choose A or B and you choose C? Because that's what I'm telling you. You're trying to tell me that something I'm not thinking. I knew the end of the game, wrote it in the chat before it even took place. So then you think it's fake. You think it's pre-scripted. I don't know why they do this. I'm not going to say it's fake or or fixes in or it's bullshit. I don't know what happens.
0: Maybe it's great coaching. I don't know. But I know the end. Hold on. Let's get this right out in the open. Let's get it all out here, and let's get the opinions on this first. There's been a lot of talk. The fact that wasn't a whole lot of fucking penalties called on one team. The fact that there was some questionable calls. The facts that you that that the video this is video proof. Now the NFL tried to spin it, but you know after a Patriots touchdown, one one of the Patriots goes after one of the Jaguars. The ref breaks it up, and then two Patriots. Start celebrating behind the ref, and the ref goes to turn to break it up, and he appears to be smiling, and he pats him on the shoulder and all that. Now, I'm not saying that I, I have no proof that the NFL is trying to influence the outcome of games. But that's an accusation that's been leveled at all sports for a long time now. Don't you think the NFL should probably fucking, like, have a conversation with that fucking... Official and be like, look, I don't care. I don't care if you turn around and they're gang banging your wife. <laughs> All right, high five. Keep, yeah. keep, Keep a poker face because yeah. the shit did look suspicious. I, I the same. Ref came, came up, up and
2: congratulated Brady after the fucking win. Exactly. Was he from Didn't Boston? Didn't go the
0: losing quarterback. Was he from Boston? Yeah, but when you're on that field doing that job, you're supposed to be impartial.
1: Absolutely. That is not in question.
0: And any appearance of being partial is a problem that you have doing your job, in my opinion. I mean, if my job is to stay stone-faced and make judgments, and I'm up there, you know, like like a judge, and I'm up there during testimony making faces because—and— like, oh, I don't believe this motherfucker. Bitch, please. You know, and doing that. Come on now. Now, even if I do make an impartial decision, that's going to look a certain way. And for a, a, a league who's had quite a few problems and is trying to get their ratings back up, and by the way, the whole ratings taking a dip thing, I just want to say real quick I don't hear it anymore from the media constantly. I hear it from the NFL and the people hired by the NFL to talk about the NFL. So if it's something that they want to fucking not address, why the fuck do they have these people who they're paying address the shit constantly? I, it, it just makes no sense. But once again, this is the same league. It's got officials out there cracking up like they just you know heard the best you know little Johnny at school joke in the world in the end zone in the AFC Championship game. And then going up and congratulating one fucking... One player and not the other player. Why are you congratulating anybody? Do that off the field when there's not a million cameras on you. Yeah, that's if, perfectly acceptable.
1: I, I bet if he was set to ref here in a couple of weeks, I uh, bet he's not now. Because that's just I mean, a bad look.
0: I, I don't. Even the biggest motherfucking apologist for the NFL has to admit. Come on, guys. Eh, yeah, it's not a real good look right there. Come on, man. You know, professional it up a little bit. Come on. Save it, save it for the fucking locker rooms. There's nothing to stop a ref on the way to the locker room from looking over, tapping Brady, hey, man, good game, congratulations on going to the Super Bowl again. But to do it on the field, the camera's rolling, after you get caught laughing and giggling like a little school girl just saw a picture of your first penis in the end zone. Come on, man. It seems like the NFL doesn't care anymore. They just want to fuel the fire to keep people talking about them. They're they're like the badass little kid that all of our friends have, the one that just does not give a shit. Period. And any attention is good attention because someone's paying attention to them. It's kind of where I feel the NFL is at. And to be honest with you, I felt like they they I felt like the officiating that game left a lot to be desired. I'll put it that way. I mean, I think Jacksonville does have some legitimate fucking gripes. Problem is, those gripes aren't going to change the outcome of the game. The only thing you could do, as much as it sucks, and we say it quite a bit on this show, but it's the truth, but go back and listen to coaches who talk to their teams. When they lose a close game, or they lose a game that was close because of a, a blown call, or whatever, the only thing we can do is not put ourselves in that position.
1: According to uh, NESN.com, uh, the Pats are 2-4 in games, uh, where Cleet Blakeman has been the ref.
0: Well look, and I New England Sports Network, shocking that they're gonna look <laughs> for proof that, you know, nothing that no 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 fuckeries afoot, you know. No, no, no. Everything's on the up and up. I like, I get it.
1: Well that's too and then it's funny all the all the things about the conspiracy are coming from Jacksonville sites.
0: There was a lot of people online, not Jacksonville Jaguars fans, saying the fuck is up with this game. Especially the closer it got to the end. And believe me, you should know me well enough by now on this show, Chris. I don't fucking pour fuel on fucking Iceman's fire about shit like this unless I fucking think, like, eh, he's got a valid beef about shit did come off a certain way. Yeah, it's, I, I can't argue with him on that.
1: But the and next he... question is, how deep does it go? What is what? it just this one team? No,
0: I mean, I, look, I, I don't know. I don't claim to know the inner workings of the NFL. I can tell you this right now. That article on the Patriots, if it is even 50% factual, that is a a franchise that is in complete fucking disarray. I mean, it seems to me, though, or not disarray necessarily, uh, just not all on the same page, I guess, is the the cliche term I'm looking for. Uh, It seems to me if if the NFL is going to fix the Super Bowl, it would have been Drew Brees versus Peyton Manning yeah. because th- that's going to be two of the best quarterbacks of yeah. their era playing Brady. against each other. Tom, Tom Brady. Yes, Tom Brady. Two of the best quarterbacks of their era playing each other. And no matter what, there's a chance that one of them is, you know might say, no matter what Tom Brady says, there's still a chance that one of them might say, after winning the Super Bowl, it's been a great ride. But I'm announcing my retirement on the podium. Because that seems to be a new thing in the NFL that the NFL lives for since Jerome Bettis did it. Like they want that every fucking season now. They want someone to get up there and say it. Ray Lewis did it. Peyton Manning didn't do it and then ended up retiring anyways. And they gave him and they gave him shit for it in the fucking press. And on the and on the, the, the NFL talking head shows. Hey, Rich, you know what's
2: ironic about you saying who should be the, the Super Bowl this year is Saints were last second beaten by what's called the Minnesota Miracle, and all of a sudden everybody in Minnesota was shocked, even the guy who threw the ball. Like, uh, oops. <laughs> How the hell did that happen? He was supposed to get tackled. Well,
1: there, wasn't, there, there, there was no Minnesota Miracle this week. Oof. Oh,
0: s- sorry. No. Oof. And Oof. I, I'm gonna be honest with you guys. I started watching the game, and then I just was like, okay, yeah, I'm done. I'll I, take, I was I'll, too. I'll, I'll take I'll take that I'll take that risk that I'm gonna miss one of the greatest comebacks ever. But I don't think I'm going to.
1: No, I I, I turned it off and went and took and took a nap. <laughs> yeah, at halftime.
2: I, I I didn't even watch the second half. Yeah, and, and it occurred to me that I totally. Totally underestimated Philly. The, the dog mask and everything, I thought they were just psyching themselves up for the loss. And But Nick Foles played like the game of his life. Well, the Philly defense was sitting there going, we're the underdogs. Yeah. We're the underdogs at home. Motherfucker, you know that Carson Wentz didn't play defense, right?
1: They have only <laughs> let by 17 points in the playoffs. That's insane.
2: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They were like, you know, Carson Wentz. Was it on our defense, right? Watch this. If Carson, my beer.
1: If, if Carson Wentz were playing in the big game, I might pick the Eagles. But, uh, I mean, it's, I mean, just, ooh, I mean, yeah, you know, you know who was thrilled about that, uh, Minnesota game? Sam Bradford. He's like, yeah, bitch.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Guess who's starting in training camp? Me. Cause, I mean, Case Keenum. I mean Where the
2: fuck did he go? Did
1: he no, he, that's Case Keenum proved he is who he thought, who I thought he was.
2: Nah, nah, no, 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 no.
1: Really, man. Really, really. You think so? You think he gets a contract with another team in the off season and ends up in a championship game next year? You know he's been playing football until this year, right?
2: Yes, yes, I do. But you know that his whole season was a masterpiece, right? Yeah, this is it.
1: I mean, it's sell now. This is, your stock's at an all-time high, Case Keenum.
2: It ain't going to get any higher. That's true, too. But, no, that last game does not make Case Keenum. I'm just wondering what the fuck happened. Because he played like shit. He folded, man.
1: Like a cheap I, suit.
2: That, that was terrible. Yeah. I, we ain't seen him play that bad all season long, including the playoffs. He's the captain of the fucking Minnesota Miracle. How how the fuck did he get whooped like that? Uh, let's Throw be, all the interceptions <laughs> and shit. I just don't... <laughs> I don't know.
1: Let's be honest. His luck ran out, son. He used uh, up okay. an awful... <laughs> he used an awful lot of it on that Minnesota Miracle. Let's be honest. It should have been the Saints in that game.
0: I... I you know, I don't know. I, it, I know that, first of all, I... I guess. Congratulations to Philly. I mean, you'd think they've never been to a Super Bowl before. I (laughs) seem to, but, you know, whatever. Oh, God, they punched a horse two weeks ago. What did they do this week? (laughs) Well, first of all, the cops were greasing down the light poles to keep the fucking fans from climbing on them and tearing them down. Hey,
1: Philly, indicator, societal indicator, the cops were greasing your your, your, your street poles so you wouldn't climb up them putting that out there might want to look in the mirror city philly what else you were know, they doing
0: rich second of all there was a hundred year old vikings fan named millie oh yeah who was rooting for the vikings and on live tv they got a chant going on two separate channels of fuck millie <laughs> because you know fuck hundred year old women she didn't care she's drinking a screwdriver Uh, There was numerous fights. Numerous fights. There's a video.
1: There was something else they did. Oh, they were were telling people to... uh, They were telling businesses to, like, bring in, like, uh, uh, trash cans or anything that could be picked up and thrown through a window. Again, City of Philly, gut check time.
0: The two videos that I saw that pretty much summed up when Philly wins or loses was one guy was climbing up the seats in the upper bowl, got to a seat I guess he felt comfortable in, and then fell forward and slid down four or five rolls of seats before catching himself and going off the upper bowl. And then someone took a dune buggy up the rocky stairs.
1: (laughs) 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 Yeah. I just... (laughs) I, I, I never thought I'd hear something more, philida- more Philly than uh, throwing batteries at Santa Claus, but I just did.
0: So, at this point, I don't, I don't know if the fucking city of Philadelphia is going to be standing if they win the Super Bowl, and I don't know if it's going to be standing if they lose. <laughs> I think it's just...
1: What we're, I, is, what we're saying is Philly is canceled, everybody.
0: <laughs> Since y'all don't know how to act, Philly, you're on timeout till 2019. The six, Seriously,
1: the Sixers. You're gonna have to find another place to play. Philly. Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's too bad for the Flyers. They're actually on a tear at the moment. But Is yeah, right?
1: just beat the Red Wings last night. I watched it in overtime. Boy, yeah, I, boy, do we suck. Yeah, I, if,
2: if I, we're talking if we're talking like a a fix to be in, oh boy, that that would be the game. What? what, the yeah. NFC Championship? Yeah, because so, it looked like somebody got to Case Keenum and, and blackmailed him or paid him off or something. It's called these Case, Case
1: Keenum. Like, how are you not getting this?
2: Dude, seriously?
1: Yeah, yeah seriously. What, You're season? the
2: stats man, dude. Yeah, look at his fucking season and tell me that's the same guy that played he, last Sunday. Yeah, And I'm saying look at the rest of his seasons before okay, this season. Never mind.
1: That's what I'm saying. This 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 season is an aberration. You've heard the term outlier. That's this season for this man. This is going to be the best season of football he ever played. He's not new to the league. Uh,
0: I, I I look. Here's the thing. You, you say the right words, Ice. You say the right words. He looks like he did. Look like someone got to him. If he wasn't Case Keenum. I mean, I. If this was Drew Brees and went out and had that game, I'd go. Eh, didn't. Someone's got naked pictures of him fucking a goat or something. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, it's just I never once in my life was like, wow. If I'm trying to win an NFL game for my team by bribing the other team's player, who am I going to go bribe? Case Keenum. <laughs> I just it's never. I mean, look, I dude, people have fucking career years in the middle and out of nowhere. Kurt Warner made a career of coming out of nowhere and going back to nowhere and coming back out of nowhere. Can
1: we talk about this vaunted, the Purple Rain defense letting 38
0: points by? That didn't help Case Keenum. Yeah, what the fuck is up with your boy's defense there, Earl? I have no
2: idea, dude. The whole fucking team just didn't show up.
0: I mean, let's 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 get down to it. Is it? I mean, it, is it just one of those things that the weight of the fact that they could be the first team to play at home in the Super Bowl, the quite weight on the, N- the NFC title game? They just came out of the fucking on the field and choked right there. Quite honestly, it ha- I I a hundred percent
2: believe it had more to do with Philly than it did Minnesota. I thought I think Minnesota thought they were clicking they were all on the same page everything was going to be fine but uh i think philly just got really pissed off about being labeled underdogs and nobody took that into account
1: well let's not forget philly was at home philly is an outdoor stadium minnesota is an indoor team you know we it, all the things that we talked about when we made the picks were a factor oh I mean, absolutely things that generally I,
2: are a factor I just really think Philadelphia sat back and was like, like I've said like four times now. You guys know Carson Wentz didn't play defense, right? You know that, right? Hold my beer. Watch this.
1: I mean, it's going to be a good Super. Oh wait, uh, Super! Uh, it's going to be a big game. Yeah, it's going <laughs> to it's going to be a good game. I'll tell you that because it's
0: it's going to be a good game when I watch my bowl. In my kitchen, which is super big, yes. So it's a Super Bowl. That's what I've nicknamed it. Oh, oh, oh!
1: oh I was talking to uh, talking to Aaron. We could be, we could do that live, Rich,
0: if we are so inclined. Uh, I'm 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 working on it. We'll, we'll we'll figure something out. That's that's called a teaser. We 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 might have uh, a show, just a standalone show of us watching and talking shit about the game we're watching. And I know why Iceman doesn't want to join, because there's no time for him to talk. When the game's on, he's paying attention, and the motherfucker watches commercials just as much as he watches the game, so. Yep. <laughs> we could have him call in at halftime. Check in. He wants to see if Justin Timberlake's going to show us another dried-up old black lady titty. <laughs> did I just see it?
2: I did, I did.
0: Maybe he'll up the
1: game and pull out one of his balls. Look, It's
0: 2018. Just whip his dick out. Here's
1: my white privilege. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's the nickname for my dick. White privilege.
0: <laughs> oh shit. Well, I mean, look, I that NFC championship game, I who who I expected to win one. To be absolutely honest with you, I have no dog in any of this any of these teams left. I really didn't give a shit. I I, I was hoping the most interesting aspect would have been to see the Vikings play in their home stadium for the Super Bowl. But since that's not there, the only thing I can say is, I, fuck it, might as well root for history, I guess. I don't know. I mean, I six Super Bowls, one quarterback. One coach. One coach, one quarterback. He's not, those are only two people You're from right? that team that played in the two thousand four Super Well two thousand five Super Bowl, but it was for the two thousand four season. Those are the only two that are still there besides Robert Kraft. I'm gonna have to rename that trophy. So I mean, that's that's pretty fucking impressive. Because how many times since that Super Bowl has all the Phillies roster turned over? Uh, like four. Yeah. So yeah.
1: I, wasn't Michael Vick the quarterback? When they won their first Super Bowl? Or no, he was probably still in
0: college. I mean, it, it's just... I, 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 So I guess, yeah, root for history. I will say this. U of M fans, shut the fuck up. <laughs> about He's a Michigan man. He's one of ours. You didn't even want him to start when he was here. I remember it. Shut up. Don't be like that. I, I swear to God. I swear to God. I, I am so in lockstep with MSU fans who are like, would you shut the fuck up, Wolverines fans? And I'm right there like, yeah, shut up. And you're like, asshole, you're wearing a fucking Michigan hoodie. Yeah. Well, you know what? Sometimes you just gotta look at people you love and go, shut the fuck up. And then you just move on with life. It's just it <laughs> happens. It
2: when I watch the Super Bowl this year, it's just gonna be for commercials. I'm gonna to i I'll call in and talk to you guys while that's going on. I've seen this show before.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, so fuck it, we might I mean there's only one game to pick. So yeah. what you're saying is that Philly's going to lead the game up until what 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 minute of the fourth quarter will the fucking comeback oh, start? I will, I
2: will gladly put this on record for you. Yes, Philly's going to kick some ass and take some names. This game is going to be looking like it's heading to the fucking Philadelphia Eagles. And then the third quarter is going to start coming to an end. And Tom Brady's going to be shaking his head and his finger at his offense and his defense, just like he did last Sunday. And all of a sudden, fingers are going to be waving like the no sign. And Tom Brady's going to throw some people into the ropes, oh, hit gonna... him with the big boot, jump off the, go uh, launch himself off the other ropes, and drop the all... atomic leg drop.
1: He's going to get all the Kembe on him. No, no, no. That's it. That's what Hogan you... did. You do not know the way. Yeah, no, no, just I'm, I'm calling it. I'm i calling the opposite, man. I'm calling New England's going to fucking house them. New England's going to put on a show. New England's gonna put on a clinic. Here's how it's done. And then one, of, not, them, one of them's retiring the at, at the end of the game. I'm
2: not sure which. That's not the New England way, man. There'll be a retirement. The Patriots do the rope-a-dope. Sit there and take all the shots and all their best punches, and when they're fucking tired, game on. Dude, they, I'm
1: saying, they haven't housed anybody in a Super Bowl in a while. They don't
2: have Gronk, dude. They can't house people right now.
1: He's okay. I made this point, and many people have told me it's a good point. They're used to playing without fucking Gronk. All right, motherfucker gets hurt half a
2: season every fucking season. Gronk's on the field all the time, man. They are
1: used to playing without Gronk. They've done it before. Him being injured is not new.
2: They have never won titles without Gronk. It's impossible. It's all fixed anyway, right?
0: (laughs) Doesn't matter. (laughs) See, I'm just sitting here like I already made my bold prediction last week, so all I can do is say I I think it's gonna be New England. My bold prediction's already been made, so I got a cash money bet that there's gonna be champagne in the
2: end zone surrounded by four referees. Anybody? Wow. (laughs) Whatever
0: whatever whatever deep state See uh, (laughs) (laughs) Deep Ice. Here you go. (laughs) You're going to make me get up and be all jacked. Don't do it. <laughs> well, look, you're going to have 15 nicknames before we end this podcast. And I'm not talking <laughs> about end it tonight. I'm talking about end <laughs> it for good. Man, you got deep state, deep ice, 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 man. Uh, no, but no, man. So I, I, you know, I, I just admit what you want them to do is stop playing the national anthem and play I'm a real American instead. (laughs) Because nobody kneels when the Hulkster gets going, brother, with those ripping guitar solos, brother. Get eight hours of drugs. Make sure you sleep. (laughs) 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 Say no to milk.
2: Not not the national anthem. They can play that. Everybody's got to kneel. But uh, they got to stop playing Crazy Train and start playing I'm a real American.
0: Because that's how that shit goes down. So, so I'm just what I'm picturing right now is the like, like, like some fucking lineman from the Eagles, some big Hawking motherfucker, got him in his fingers down, and Tom Brady, and you know Tom Brady's on one knee, and he starts shaking, and he comes up, and the dude slaps him, and he's like, "Oh, I'm feeling it now." <laughs> <laughs>
2: And then we switch to the fucking camera. He's, he
0: fucked up. You know that, right? You know you fucked up, right? He's all woof, woof, breathing through his mouth and shit and like sweat <laughs> blowing out his mouth and just eyes all big. You got me all fucked up over here about this. Well, well, you he, know what? Fitting, though. he
2: already does that. Yeah. You didn't see him last Sunday do it? Whatever.
1: It like I said, you either think it's fake or winning bores you. Like it's, I, I just think it's They adjusted man I really honestly think That's what happened
2: They adjusted
1: There's bad calls In every game You know according to you The Lions should have been 10 and
2: 6 this year 14 and 2 Where are you been Thanks for listening No I'm talking about The Atlanta game <laughs>
0: Fool <Four. laughs> He drops, he drops a, Thanks for listening To the podcast On you On top of it, <laughs> <laughs> it has no idea I know But it was perfect <laughs> <sighs> Oh, shit. Uh, yeah, I dude, come on, man. I, so, I mean, we're all sitting here, and we all agree. It's going to be New England one way or the other. So, I mean, if you're a Philly fan, don't cash in your, your retirement. Don't cash in your 401K. Don't plan that trip out to Minnesota. Sit at home in your shitty row houses. They look like they're multicolored, at least on the south side where my boy's from, and we went and visited them. Look like a bunch of fucking Puerto Ricans colored to shit, because one's day-glow green right next to a fucking seashell pink one. All right? You just sit in your basements, your little man cave, and have, uh, oh, what's what's the fucking uh, Marky Mark movie where he goes and plays for the Eagles? Oh, Invincible. Have Invincible queued up. So the watch minute, it at halftime? The, the, no, no. The minute the clock strikes, well, if, I mean, if they get housed, yeah, you might want to. The, the minute the clock runs down to zero at the end of the fourth quarter, just play Invincible and just, you know, yeah, Marky Mark, you show, you show them motherfuckers and think back to the good old days when yeah. you had the vet with his concrete fucking <laughs> field and holes that would end careers. You know what you do? Get your tape of Michael Irvin's career-ending injury queued up. Back at Veterans
1: Memorial was still around. Yeah. With the Holding cell in the basement <laughs> Oh Christ
0: yeah I, 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 have a, I have a buddy who he's from Philly and he's lived out here for going on 20 years. He's the only, the only, the only Philly left in him to the naked eye and ear is the fact that he says radiator and breathix because that's how they talk in Philly but I, I feel I feel bad for him because I'm just like I don't I haven't even messaged him. Been like, hey, what you think? Because I, it's going to be ugly. That's my opinion. You have two teams that are playing with chips on their shoulders.
1: You ever heard of Scrapple? Oh
0: yeah, it's a thing in Philly. It's a thing in Baltimore too. Something <laughs> something <laughs> That's where I had it. Fucking <laughs> gross. But uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I don't know. <sighs> I all I can do is what I said before last weekend. I hope for a good game. That's it. It's all I can hope for.
1: It's an East Coast theme this year. Philly and Boston, in New York, in the middle with two football teams. Neither of them went to the playoffs.
0: Whoops, sorry. Well, do we? Okay, so we got the Super Bowl prediction out the way, and we've actually managed to get this far talking about football without talking about the Lions so much. But there is kind of there is. This five hundred pound gorilla sitting in the room very quietly behaving itself on its best behavior, which is the fact that it's. I mean, guys, if we had to bet our life savings, Matt Patricia's the new head coach in the Lions. Am I correct? Oh
1: yeah, I mean they're already read an article from CBS Sports yesterday talking about he's already
0: letting people go. Yeah, yeah but they haven't. Coaches and shit. They haven't announced it. Well, I mean Terrell Austin. Later, see ya. That's a. Well,
1: he went to go to have the same job in Cincinnati.
0: Which makes no sense. That's a lateral move. Working for a coach that was supposed to be retiring. I say, Don't you want to move up in the coaching ranks? Not laterally? <laughs> I but, know, right? okay. Whatever. Uh know, right? Whatever. And, yeah, apparently the rumors that we heard that we discussed, I don't remember if we did it on air or if we did it when we were just talking about shit pre-show a couple weeks ago, but... He took that job. Jim Bob Cooter comes with that first season because Cooter's going nowhere. So I mean how do you think this plays out? I mean if the offense comes out and shits the bed, does that buy Patricia one more like a like a mulligan of a first year because he didn't have his guys in there? Yeah. It does generally for people. So I mean we're looking at what? Most likely unless he absolutely one hundred positively percent shits the bed. We're looking at what five years? I would guess, yeah. Well, what did we get out of Caldwell? Four got four out of Caldwell. Got was it three out of Schwartz? Mm-hmm. And before that, the coaching carousel was going on. So forget it, Rod. We got some big, strong men. We're we're working on our pad level. What the yeah. fuck are you talking about? My, my my
1: my what's his name? My ex is strong, <sighs> uh,
0: boat-legged motherfucker. You know it was Matt Millen that made him walk that way. Fucked him so hard in his ass.
1: Had to, but, had to taint Mooch's career. <laughs> Have him come here.
0: Jesus. Hey, got my ex-wife into football because she thought he was dreamy. <laughs> he's, got, he's got pretty eyes. He's a, he's a good-looking older man. Like, yeah, okay, whatever, bitch. Just watch the game with me and be quiet. Yeah. And then she turned about to be a huge Lions fan to the point where I felt like the abused spouse because every time they'd lose, she'd throw something at me. And I'm like, what the fuck did I do? Man. I'm a Tampa fan. Do you see what they're doing? Nothing. I didn't, so,
1: I didn't, I didn't miss my blocking assignments. Leave me honest. <laughs> no, but, I, I man, I'm pretty juiced that this guy's going to be our coach. This is the first coaching hire I'm excited about in a while. Like, mm-hmm. this is – like, it's you, – you can't he, – he's part of a winning culture. He comes from a culture of winning. That's what we need here. We've had this culture here of – Mediocrity of, you know, it's just good enough to get to the playoffs. I mean, it's, we've, we've just set the bar in the middle for like my entire lifetime, you know, here with the Lions. And to me, this seems to be a step in the right direction of trying to shake that culture. But we'll see. I mean, we've given a lot of guys their first shot at being a head coach and it's been a fucking disaster, you know. Well, he's
2: also a defensive <laughs> coach. So, Rod,
1: looking at you. But who else? Uh, Marty, take the wind. Oh
0: God. I, that one. Oh, you know, a story we've never told on this show is Iceman interviewed Bobby Ross. <laughs> You're going to go there. And then what happened
2: right after the interview <laughs> with Bobby Ross? I was in college. I called him up, literally called him up, uh, got an interview with Bobby, uh, Interviewed him about. I, I was writing a paper in college about instant replay, and part of my research was to get an interview with them.
1: You're bearing the lead. How'd you just call him up? Did you just get out a phone book,
2: uh, Detroit Lions, uh, Bobby Ross. Pretty much. Interesting. But, uh, what's our booking guests? <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, I, I called him, had a very interesting conversation about his thought process on on uh, Instant Replay. And then, uh, what, the next
0: day, I think? It was. <laughs> it was. Because you called me because there was no texting at this point in time. <laughs> he called me and said, guess what I just interviewed? I'm like, why the fuck are you interviewing anybody? I don't know. <laughs> and he goes... <laughs> Bobby Ross and I was like, "Did you win a raffle or something?" <laughs> yeah. How the fuck did that <laughs> You dying and I don't know about it. This- and we, we had the conversation, and then the next day, <laughs> Bobby Ross retired.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> what the fuck did you say to him? I. That's exactly
0: what. Uh, that's what uh, Rich said. The fuck was your conversation? <laughs> the fuck did you do? Like, I'm just picturing this interview going, so uh, <laughs> let me let me show you pictures of your high school yearbook. Remember when you used to be good looking and in shape? Boy, you're an old fucking sack of <laughs> smashed assholes these days. And uh boy, I mean fucking Barry Sanders. How do you let that get by you? You know? So, I mean what the fuck? So coach? Bobby,
1: really. What the <laughs> fuck happened? Detroit I mean, did you know it was over at that point?
0: <sighs> uh, no, it. We, I I can't believe his story's never come up in over what almost a year and a half now. Yeah. you've been doing a show with us. Jesus, God. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, here you go, Lions fans. If you pine away, if there's if there's anybody pining away for the Bobby Ross era,
1: <laughs> that that
0: explains a lot. It's guilt.
1: That's why fourteen and two. Oh, <laughs> it's residual guilt. Okay. Oh, the it's 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 blue and gray guilt. You're the white guilt. We have blue and gray guilt. <laughs> oh man, it's not my fault. <laughs> uh, fuck. Well, yeah, well, Patricia. Man, I mean, we'll see, man. I mean, because to just what you were saying, Rich. He'll get to go, hey, I tried it with your guy. Now can I try it with mine? I mean, every coach generally gets that opportunity,
0: don't they? I mean, unless they go,
1: well, fuck. I mean, all bets are off the table. That asshole in Cleveland still has his job.
0: Cleveland is the, <clears throat> Cleveland is the high school kid who's still eating paste.
1: Like, I was, all right? so like, You just give him a pass. You're like, like eh. I was going to say, unless you go 0-16. Oh, but, I mean, so, yeah, you get a chance to probably go, hey, can I bring in my guy,
0: please? Cleveland is the team... No, Cleveland is to football what the one guy in class is to the class that you're glad they grade on a bell curve because he brings it down to make you look good. You're like, well, at least I'm not him. Jesus, fuck. Would you look at him? Yeah. it, Dude, you can't go by what Cleveland does. Come on now. I mean, they're about to ruin somebody's career with the first pick overall. So, I it's just. <laughs> I know, right? I mean, and it. Okay, who was the quarterback who was like, "I look forward to being drafted by Cleveland and changing the culture"? And I was like, "Oh, oh, you just signed your death warrant, sir." Yeah, you, you might as well. You should have kept Cleveland Browns uh, uh, Do dog want- pound, any rock and Roll Hall of Fame out your mouth until after the draft.
1: Do you want to just, you want to just retire
0: now? I, <sighs> you know what? Fuck it. If they're willing to pay him a paycheck. get Put Cat Williams say, "Get your money, boo-boo. I ain't mad, you know. Go get paid." But god damn, you—you're almost it's, dude. Seriously, it's like walking up to a great white shark and sticking in with it with his mouth open and sticking your hand in there, going, "I dare you to bite down." It don't take but a flinch for to lose that arm. What the fuck are you doing, bro? I can't even remember his name because it's just it. I—I I should. I really should. But I'm fucking tired and. It's not as late as we have gone, but it's getting there. And I'm just like, Ugh, you got to be kidding me, dude. I mean, now, as far as as far as what Detroit does, I think they're gonna they're gonna run with Matt Patricia, unless he pulls a fucking Charlie Weiss. Weiss. But if he pulls a Charlie Weiss, he's probably gonna buy himself an extra year or two. Because if you remember correctly, Charlie Weiss went to Notre Dame and actually did all right for his first two seasons. And then the rest of his career at Notre Dame. <laughs> <laughs> <Demon>. <laughs> <laughs> then Iceman called him. And Charlie Weiss was like, <laughs> yeah. I got this lap band surgery. I'm skinny. I'm gonna enjoy retirement now. So I I just I don't know what the fuck. Look, here's a, he's an unproven commodity. Yeah, the 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 hype around Matt Patricia is, you know, he's highly intelligent. He brings a new type of thinking to defense, a new type of of metrics to defense. And, I mean, I knew if he came to Detroit, you know, Trell Austin was gone. I knew that. I honestly didn't think Trell Austin would take anything less than at least a defensive coordinator job with a contender. Like, maybe maybe I could see him being the head coach of the Bengals. But, I mean, because how many years now has he been interviewed for coach, head coaching positions? Like, every offseason for the last four years teams come calling asking permission to interview him for a head coaching position and that's the position he takes
1: and i know this is a dead horse on this show but how shitty does marvin lewis have to be to get fired apparently he can be even be sub 500 and and i don't i
0: don't understand it you know how women you know how women date or women do relationships They get into one, they get comfortable, they put on the fucking, you know, the freshman, you know, 15 to 45, depending on your chick. Then the guy gets comfortable, and then they get pissed at the guy because he's comfortable. Then they go lose 30, 40 pounds, and they get their real estate license. They find a new guy who's six foot three. They start fucking him, make sure, you know,
1: dick
0: and and pussy meet together. Well, I, I mean, switch the jobs out. And how much pounds were lost. And this is Earl and I's entire fucking friends, group of friends from high school's lives. And then they leave. Okay, Cincinnati is that girlfriend who can never lose the weight nor get her fucking license. (laughs) (laughs) They want a new boyfriend. They just can't attract a new boyfriend. So they're just like, well, I mean, the dick you know is better than the dick you don't, I guess. You know, i just, I'm not being single. I'm not paying all these bills by myself. I'm gonna stick with the motherfucker who's just just wants a blowjob every couple times a year. You know, he don't ask for nothing weird. There's no lollipops in his mouth and butter up his ass. He just wants a blowjob every once in a while. I just throw him a blowjob. That's and he leaves me alone, pays half the bills. That's good enough for me. I that's that is that is Let's the best
1: be Cincinnati. You got the Bengals, you got the Reds. And that's it. there on. It's their state or it's their city
0: model, by the way, and you have to share both your teams with Kentucky, yeah, whether they want them or not, you do because you're a border city, so C- I-
1: Cincinnati because Louisville said no
0: <laughs> i yeah i I don't know i that's uh, i mean of of all the the coaching shit that's the one that that and like i said cleveland they're they're on their own they're on their, they're, we used to say this back in the day they're on some other shit i don't know what shit they're even on but it's other 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 shit it's other shit to the fifth the other other white meat yeah <laughs> i don't i don't even know man no, they're
1: on like hey we won best we won basketball championship we're good <laughs> that's the shit they're on hey the indians are doing better that's the shit they're on
0: I guess, man, I guess. But yeah, I here is to me as a Bucks fan stranded in lion country, as an outsider, I can say this. There is not the excitement I thought there would be for Matt Patricia. swirling
1: Cuz this is a city full of tards that got excited about Reggie Bush.
0: I, I I'm just saying.
1: They get excited about the wrong things. Hey, we're getting a running back who gets injured every year and has been fairly pedestrian. Oh, our president answered. Meanwhile, a guy who's probably like the beginning piece of actually changing the ways around here. We're underwhelmed. How many, how many people were talking shit on Sunday when the
0: Pats were down 20 to 10?
1: Oh, there, there we go. This guy's oh. going to be
0: here. That's what I'm hearing Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday when I listen to local sports talk radio. That's what I'm hearing. Like he ain't shit. Look at the AFC Championship game. As if his entire career is based upon one game. As if he just yeah. he he put the controller down, stopped playing Madden, got hired for that one game, and that's his that's his sample size. Not what he's done since he's been there. None of that. None of that matters. So I yeah I I mean I know that what strength of schedule next year Lions have got a rough one. I mean
1: welcome. You know, you did. You want to be? What's that cliche? You want to be with the big dogs? You to run whatever. You want big dogs to get off the porch. Uh. There you go. I mean, can't, just, expect
0: a, can't expect to. Can't expect to run with the wolves at night if you spend all day spar, sparring with the puppies. We got
1: another cliche. We're gonna do f- three for three.
0: But yeah, I mean, it's the truth though. Yeah. <clears throat> I I've never gotten better at anything by trying less hard to get better at it. Well, too, it's it's
1: to be honest too, it's the caliber of team you see in the playoffs. You know, if you're going to be worth the shit, this is uh, you, you're going to be king dick. You know, these are going to be the people you're going to face.
2: The
0: fuck, man! Am I having an acid flashback, or am I hearing fucking Thomas the Tank coming down the line? <laughs> that ain't me, dog. <laughs> that's, that's me. Is a, that a train me. that's that loud around here? God damn. I guess he's coming to visit my ass after talking shit about him a couple weeks ago. Stay there. <laughs> Here's the difference. When he goes, I ain't gonna go who is it? I'm just gonna go grab the shotgun. Fuck that. Choo choo bitch. What are you gonna do? Shoot a train. <laughs> well, if if I do, next week you'll have a new co host.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me, you used to have this one guy we used to hang around with, you know, when you're Stoner buddies, or whatever, he used to always talk about. He's like, if you just put me in an eight and a half, eleven room with a lion, I would win. I was like, shut the fuck up. You are insane. He's like, no, he just said, get your damn lion's mouth and rip his jaw out. I'm like, you are, this like, like this would be the shortest shit ever. <laughs> like, you would lock the door and the lion would go, home, the end. <laughs> <laughs> like,. <laughs> Like I would take bets on how many seconds you would stay alive. Like it would it be under ten? Anyone if
0: one would take bets on over ten seconds? When was the last time the lion was fed? I think that would determine oh, yeah. how long he stays alive.
1: Yeah, that'd be like that's but I'm saying that'd be like you getting a
0: shotgun for the
1: train. Hey, I shot some bullets at it.
0: Well whatever, <laughs> motherfucker. I know the N S I know the NSA listens. I'm not gonna say I got the explosives in the fucking safe. The no. Fucking well, well, now you fucked. <laughs> Prank caller, prank caller. All right. Well, now that we've totally derailed, ah, see what it did there. Uh, I'm the sorry. show. Uh, <laughs> uh all right. So, <laughs> okay. Does someone else hear that bullshit? <laughs> yeah, That's dude. you, Ice That's you. It is not me. It ain't me, deaf motherfucker, dude. I got oh, I got over. I got on, not on, over-the-ear noise-canceling headphones. I have ripped farts that the mic has picked up (laughs) that I didn't hear until, I I was like, oh, did I I even fart? Oh, no, I did. While doing this show. Dude, I'm not hearing that. that You also have a
1: history of a train showing up.
0: (laughs) Unannounced. (laughs) (laughs) And... And not the Derrick Rose type either. (laughs) Oh Christ. That's
1: that is that's the spot right there. You pick your spots in life. That's the spot where we ended everybody. Faith, thanks everybody who's been listening, who has been downloading. You gotta share it. You know, if you're on Facebook, you share it. Rate us, review us wherever you listen to your podcasts. Apparently, you can rate us all kinds of places now, not just on Apple or Google. But those, hey, those are the two big ones. So we're on there. Rate us. Uh, every week, follow us on Twitter, at Sporty Podcast. Uh, you can email the show, sporty at ChristopherMedia.net. Heard there might be a live broadcast on the Internet. They're in the big game. We have the technology.
2: We're going to make it happen.
0: Uh, see, we forgot, to, we forgot to pick the Pro Bowl. Oh, the pro- <laughs> <laughs>
2: the uh, fans the f- fans are gonna win
0: fuck the Pro Bowl I pre- <laughs> Jesus Christ so are you now cashing checks that say Roger Goodell at the bottom and NFL at the top the fans are gonna <laughs> win <laughs> Jesus God don't carry water for them until they pay you bro <laughs> you, know <what> I'm saying? <laughs> you know right especially up that hill fuck uh, I- how about it I predict a high scoring game yeah I know right there you go. Here's my prediction for the I predict Pro
2: Bowl. No one will get injured. My question is, is who's going to make that play that everybody's like, dude! It's a uh, fucking exhibition game.
1: You know, right? Hey, man. Cool out! But hey, anyways, on that note, thanks for listening, everybody. And uh, we'll see you next uh, week.
0: Alright, later,
2: guys. Peace out, y'all. Yeah.